Hello and welcome to Franchise Me. I'm Ryan. And I'm Andrew. And this is a show where two friends and a very special guest go on a journey to find the ultimate movie franchise. Each week we'll talk about a film or films in a series, breaking them down and seeing if they are truly worthy of being in a franchise. As we finish different series, we'll compare and rank them among each other in order to find out which one is truly the best. Oh, this week we break down Leprechaun 3 and Leprechaun 4 in space. We go to Vegas and we get to Space! Ryan! F***ing space! <laughs> space it is! Oh, gentlemen, 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 hello everybody. Hi. Uh, Andrew, of course you're here. I, um, I would hope so. But, uh, never do one without you. Yeah. No. But, uh, as we're doing Leprechaun, same with last week, same with the next couple uh, of weeks, uh-huh. we are proud to welcome back once more producer Tony. Hello, producer Tony, how are we doing? Thank you for having me back. Yes, it's very nice to have you here. We're thrilled you're back again. I, I survived last week. <laughs> Is your first time? <laughs> you're a little nervous. Yeah. You did good. You did a good job. Yeah. You did good, but you excited you excited to be back? Yeah, yeah. Excited to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> what are you... You, you ready? Oh, you're ready, lad! <laughs> But uh, I know this is a, a special week for you because this is uh, your favorite Leprechaun film that we're talking about here as well. Well, one of them. One of, one of them, yeah, because we are doing <laughs> yeah, two. We're, we're doing, doing two, two movies. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, Leprechaun 3 is my favorite. I yeah. think you're going to find that uh, it's a favorite of somebody else here at this table, yeah, too. I, I, yeah, because boy, think, oh boy. I think we're all kind of in agreement. And this yeah. is going to be an interesting week because we're doing the, And this is, I'm glad you had pointed this out to me. I didn't even realize, mm-hmm. Andrew. Um, this is an interesting week. And we did not plan it this way. It just happened to be this way. Because we were doing two movies two films, in the week. Yeah. Both these movies direct the same director. Same director. And yeah, in a franchise out. that doesn't really have a lot of connective tissue, mm-hmm. it's interesting that we are going to be able to look at that like that and to kind of connect yeah. that. And then even so, with next week, uh, we have to do the two Hood movies together, yeah. which I think will also really complement each other really well. And then the final So week, I think we kind of got... Yeah, and then the, the two non-Warren non- non- Davis movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I think, I think, <laughs> I, I think we kind of got lucky in the sense that of how lucky? those were coupled. Oh, no. <laughs> doing it. Oh, I got lucky in my pot of gold. But we, we did, we did, uh, we were fortunate to have these, uh, I don't even want to say lucky anymore. <laughs> we were very fortunate to have it, like, coupled off the way it has. Yeah. Because I didn't realize this was the same director for both movies until Four was running the credits yeah. and said directed by, and I was like, oh, it's the same guy. I was like, oh, that's yeah. neat. So we kind of have some connective tissue here, which is cool. And it's also the two movies where I feel like now it's, we're going to put the leprechaun in the fish out of water experience. Like we're going to plop the leprechaun yes. in different places, right? We're in Vegas. We're in space. One right? of these places works better than the other. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'll say. I think but that, that's what I, why I want to mention because I do think it is interesting that it's like, well, what we look, no spoilers. We enjoyed one of these movies <laughs> more than, more the, than other. the other. Yes, yes. And, and Tony, I know you talked about how you love all these movies, kind of, anyways, even all the, all the uh, Warwick Davis ones. So I know it probably means a little bit more to you than it does to us. But I think we're in agreement on both of these movies, though. From yeah. what I've seen your ratings, Tony, I would say we are in agreement of these, even though there is a love still here. Every family has an ugly child. <laughs> yeah. But I still love them. Yeah. Yes, but you still love them. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, it's funny because it, it's why does one work so much better than the other? Why does yeah. Leprechaun 3 seem to work better, at least for us, than Leprechaun 4 does? If they both have the same kind of premise of we're just going to plug the Leprechaun into different situations, one mm-hmm. Vegas, one space. Right. Why does Vegas work so much better than space? So that's something that I kind of common thread we can look at when we talk about these movies right. and break them down and yeah, figure out I'm excited to balance off ideas as to why that is too yeah and figure that out because I one of these I 
was really like engaged I, with and laughing at. One of these I really had trouble getting. To. I I I have. I think I have my reasons for why each of them work. And I'm I excited too, to break yeah. them down, but there there are specific reasons Vegas works. Yeah. Look, no spoilers. There's a reason Vegas works more than space. <laughs> yeah. Like just to be clear, like if Vegas works more than space, and there's a reason for that. I think, and I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah. But um, the it, it is odd that it's the same director and you you, but you pointed out to me that it's also different writers which may also explain why these are two vastly different movies yeah because it it just it feels like one of the one of these movies there was a lot of effort put in and you can see that uh warwick is having the time of his life doing it and then the other movie it feels like all of that joy is almost sucked out of it a little bit yeah you don't have that as much well one and it feels just like a messy movie in general three is played up to the ridiculousness like we talked like one you know one was a little goofy two's a little bit goofier three go three is the first one that really goes on over the top we're in on the joke yeah we're we're making fun of ourselves we're trying to be as ridiculous as possible and then four kind of dials it back to that they think the joke is that they are playing it so serious yes right it is a completely serious movie to the point that they don't even mention he's a leprechaun but it's also but it's also just like how ambitious four is four is so ambitious yeah that i think it's almost to a fault yeah yeah. like it is a swing and a miss to my in my opinion like they took a swing and sometimes when you take a swing it works out bogus journey yeah but then there's other times you take a swing and you just pitch for every three i mean you just whiff it and this is to me one of those situations yeah but yeah i'm excited to talk about it i mean do do we have anything else to say or do you want to jump into the movies jump in all right well we're going to start with Leprechaun 3. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to go with our release date. Tony, what's the release date for Leprechaun 3? June 27th, 1995. Ooh. All of these movies come out a year apart almost, which makes me yes. think that they were just... Yeah. Like, as soon as they finished one, they went right to the next one, yeah. right to the next one, right to the next one. And it's kind of wild, because I guess this, in a way, kept Warwick working. Yeah. But I, I it, it was kind of odd to me, because I was like, I feel like he's... A pretty like known guy at this Cause point because nine- every one of these movies starts with like Warwick Davis in Leprechaun Three, Leprechaun whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, he's a pretty he's known actor at this yeah. point, and it's just it's fascinating to me that these are all just so close together because yeah, I don't know, it's it's just weird. But you have to remember though too, the first one was released in '93, but was made in '91, so there was a little true. bit of a gap there. True, true, but true. But I think once they found some momentum, they wanted to ride that momentum, and they, they just kept going. They didn't want to right, give it up. Right. Yeah. And this is the first one that is released uh, to video. This is not a theatrically released movie. Yes. Although, to me, this looks better than any of the other. I agree. They put so much work into it. All right. Well, we'll talk about the director. Who directed this movie, Tony? Brian Trenchard Smith. Okay. Uh, I think um, this guy, I think, you know, we mentioned him. He does Mm. three and he does four. And we'll talk about four a little bit later. Yeah. But as far as three goes... I think he does a really great job here. I agree with you. Like, yeah. um, and we'll talk about the budget. I don't know what the budget of this movie is. I can't imagine it was much. But I think, <laughs> like, they really do a great job of exploring this fish out of water story. Right. What is the leprechaun doing in Vegas? And really making that the perfect place for him. And I think right. that, that his direction is, is key to that. The the effects look pretty cool. The, the kills look, look really cool. good. The, yeah. Like, yeah, the kills look cool and the actual location of Vegas really works. Yeah. I mean, just, they do a really good job. Well, he does a really good job of capturing just sleazy Vegas. Yeah. Like, as sleazy as it can get, he's capturing that on the camera. And I think that really works. Like, you're in this pretty... Well, you're in... I mean, this movie takes place pretty much in, like, a crooked casino 
for the yeah. most part. But you're also kind of getting the outside shots of Vegas. Uh, obviously, we're in uh, Gupta's pawn shop at the beginning. For quite a while. Oh, we're going to talk Gupta. <laughs> but uh, I, I, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk Gupta. But I, I do like the sleazy Vegas that he captures. Yeah. I think it really lends itself to Leprechaun in a really great way. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does a good job. Well, how yeah. about our, uh, our writers? Who's written by? David Dubois. Okay. Dubois. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, were you going to say Tony? Well, I, I read up a little bit about him. He didn't know much about the, the franchise going into it, this, this thing. And uh, he had pretty low expectations. Right. But uh, I think he wanted to really hit home the comedy aspect of, of yeah. Leprechaun. Which I think he does. Yeah. This seems to be a recurring theme <laughs> that, like the the pre, like with the second movie, care. the director yeah. came in and he was like, he's like, oh, I didn't see the first one. This writer comes in, and he's like, I didn't see the previous two, and you're just like, like, how are you taking this job? <laughs> like, when you hear Leprechaun three, you think, oh, I saw one of the other two. These people are just coming in. They're just like, oh, I have no idea what this is. I just, I just discovered this. Well, it's that's just like, why there's no. Con- connective tissue between these right. movies at all yeah there's no connective tissue really i i do want to mention when we get to four we'll talk about it but there's a line in four that made me think they were trying to connect wrap them things up a little bit not even wrap them up yeah i guess wrap them up a little bit but trying to establish that connective tissue for all the movies and we'll talk about it when we get there but i do think um uh, this guy does a really great job of hammering the comedy home yeah because this movie is freaking funny yeah it's hilarious i laughed a lot you could tell this guy watched the previous two movies and said, okay, let's play up the ridiculousness factor of this. Yeah. Like these movies are, they're fine, but maybe they're taking themselves a little too seriously. Yeah. Let's make it just ridiculous and yeah. over the top. And he captures that perfectly. The strengths of the first two movies are when they do ridiculous things like the sh- them throwing yep. shoes at him in the first one. And it's or, like he could tell. Yeah. Him being on the go-kart or whatever <laughs> in, in the, the second one. <laughs> oh, I love the shoes. But then it's like, okay, let's do ridiculous things and like let's put Warwick Davis in all these different costumes and all these different things and yeah. in the, in Vegas and we mentioned like let's again, have him run loose on the streets of Vegas. Yeah. So much so you can tell that sh- shot gorilla too because people are looking directly in the camera lens and I'm like, this got a low budget because I need an extra. <laughs> And yeah, it just it, 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 this idea of okay, the fish out of water story, in Vegas, right? And it's mm-hmm. like any any you know, it's kind of a not I want to say trope, but like you know, setting a movie in Vegas is kind of like an okay, that's Vegas is such a like wild place that like you put a movie in Vegas and there's like your story basically, right? right? Like The mm-hmm. Hangover. Yep. I know one of the vacation movies goes to Vegas. Like okay, we're gonna put a movie in Vegas and there's a story, and it's like okay, well, what is Vegas? It's that, but it's he's also a magical leprechaun that likes right. to kill people. So like, and and Vegas is a character on its own. Yeah, because of just how you know insane that city is with the stories we hear that come out of Vegas. Yeah. But I think what makes Vegas work so well is yes, Warwick is this magical. <laughs> serial killing leprechaun <laughs> like yes there is a serial kill- killing leprechaun but tell me this if we went to vegas and you saw someone running around in a leprechaun costume you wouldn't even question it no probably not that's no, why no, it yeah. works no. you'd give him the money you, yeah. yeah that's why it works because yeah. you're like oh of course he's in vegas because this is where i would see that i would see this person running around in a leprechaun costume that's probably why nobody questions it because they're like it's vegas especially when you know the casino is called lucky clover or whatever like oh yeah of course there's a there's a leprechaun here lucky shamrock yeah lucky oh a sign of luck (laughs) (laughs) a lucky shamrock yeah that's so funny 
Yeah, I mean, I th- I really do think he he does a, a fine job here of like the you know create crafting this this interesting funny story. And yes, like the thing is with this movie, and we'll talk about when we do our opinions and stuff. You can tell there's like no budget. That's why we're in the pawn shop for thirty minutes and things like that, right? But like, and Gupta's surviving. <laughs> Gupta is surviving. We're talking Gupta. We're talking Gupta. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to get cast. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, the, the, the casino is, you know, a, it's a small set or, you know, whatever. Right, right. But they make, they find ways to make their money's work and that worth. And I think the, the story is a great way to transition into that. So. Agreed. Yeah. All right. What about our, our budget? Uh, 1.2 million. 1.2. Wow. That's more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's a pretty good budget. I mean, that's more than I thought. But I guess that makes sense for... Uh, whenever I hear direct-to-video, I immediately assume, assume they didn't get more than like $50,000 yeah. to make the movie. <laughs> like, I just immediately assume. I'm like, they didn't have that much. They gave them leftover sets. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, they get like leftover sets. Maybe, not 50000 but maybe they would get like half a million. Like 500000 yeah. is what I would assume. Because I'm like, well, they're not going to give them... All the, you're not going to give them a million dollars to yeah. make a direct video but that's pretty that's pretty good actually that's a yeah. good budget yeah I'm assuming that I guess no... Trimark was like yeah this is it we get it and yeah. we'll give you the money because this is kind of what we're known for so we'll give you the money to I'm do assuming it. there's no box office right no no, no box, box office, office. Yeah. I am curious though and I, I don't think you can find this do you, or do you maybe you have this about what the video sales were yeah I, I do and okay, I, cool. was gonna, I was going to mention that later but I you want me to mention it now yeah sure because it, it's the it's the this version of the box so, office so I don't have, yeah I don't have total um, uh, total uh, video sales but I have in the first year. A uh, hundred thousand copies. Wow, a hundred. So you gotta think that. I mean, that's to me, it's making its money. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, a hundred thousand is. A, <laughs> I, I mean, it's not. It, this it's is ninety five. It's ninety five. So let's not, say a video is twenty dollars, right? For ninety five, yeah, because VH, VHS yeah. is the thing. In yeah, 95. let's yeah. say twenty dollars a video, right? A hundred thousand. That's making money, man. That is making money. You know. Yeah. So. None of us can do math that well. We're not going to try, so try and do that. If you, think of, if you think about it, it's probably the first movie to come out where Jennifer Aniston is a star. Yeah, true. So maybe right. that has something she's, to do with She's an sales. established star at this point. You hear Leprechaun. Oh, you know, she was in the movie. Maybe she's back. They can always play off of that. That's yeah. so funny that people would connect it that way. Though. I don't they would maybe, think like, maybe. But also you would, you would assume like on the cover of that leprechaun 3 they would put jennifer aniston's name especially if she's a star in yeah. 96 at this point yeah you would well, think they would slap her name on i'm there. sure so it's funny that people would think that when you go to the video store leprechaun 3 is probably sitting next to leprechaun 1 and i'm sure <laughs> and that says i'm jennifer sure aniston. jennifer yeah jennifer yeah. aniston big picture like yeah. you know like, and there's like oh let's get leprechaun 3 i bet <laughs> she's in it and you know what they probably still got a treat anyway yeah because leprechaun 3 is a fine fine movie <laughs> What about, uh, do you have runtime? What about the runtime? Uh, one hour and 33 minutes, Ryan. I think this is, a, I think all, it's a, all of these movies are yeah. not like nine, around 90 minutes and it's the perfect runtime. It, it is. flies. Yeah. This thing just moves. That's yeah. the thing I appreciate most about these Leprechaun movies. And yeah. when we get to the retrospective in a couple of weeks, uh, that will be a high for me is yeah. the runtime because these things are just like, I they move. You would point out, it takes a little bit of time. To like set everything. The first up. half hour is a little yeah. like it, it takes. You, well, you want to see him to get, get into Vegas. Exactly, right? you're waiting for that to happen, but you kind of need that setup. Oh yeah, for everything. You else. need the Gupta adventures. <laughs> you need the setup of the other characters, and 
I think they fill up that half hour hour nicely with Gupta. Yeah, I yeah, really yeah. do. I think I that do half hour with Gupta is really fun. And it I'm is, like, no, it is. Yeah, but but you need to you need to set up the other characters so when he meets them, yeah, you want to see these people die when because most of the people in this movie I want to see die. Yeah, and they get it, and it's great. When you're meeting the cat, like when you're not in the in the pawn shop with the leprechaun and Gupta, you're like when you're in the car with the kid, right? You're like, okay, come on. Yeah, like, when you're setting up all the other characters, it is a little slow, but. For the for that last hour that we get, I forgive the first half hour because I'm oh, like, yeah. you know what? I w- I'm glad that we have that half hour so we can see just how awful and sleazy these people are. You're right. And then when we get to that second hour and I'm watching the great Fazio get cut in half, I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. I'm like, good. Good, yeah. Fazio. You, well, you deserve it. They don't kill. That's the good thing about this is that they're not killing innocent people people for the most part he's yeah. killing people that kind of deserve like may not deserve to die but are good people yeah they don't do <laughs> no one deserves you to deserve die, to die like, yeah. and you deserve <laughs> to burn it out but, but like they make they make it easier for you to accept okay i'm glad this is the person dying yeah. and it's not like the main uh, uh the main female cat it's not uh tammy yeah you know who you like and you want to see get beyond yeah. it and then uh, you know, like I said, when you're cutting Great Fazio in half, or yeah. the the mob what? boss casino owner is getting electrocuted, it's like all these things you want to see. Even like in the second movie, not that he was a good person, but like with Uncle Morty when he died, like I felt like the movie yeah. lost something because it was such yeah. a great performance. It loses something, but but here but, he's a shady character. Yeah. That's the problem. no, you're right, and and he he it makes sense why they did it yeah but you feel you miss that energy but yeah. here like nobody here like you mentioned to me tony there is no uncle morty in this movie right and that's that is one thing that kind of works against it is that you only really have the leprechaun i mean gupta i like gupta we'll talk about gupta but like you have the leprechaun to really carry work davis to really carry this movie yeah but you're, you're not having like this secondary human actor who's really putting on a great performance right but at the same time when those characters die, you're not missing anybody. Right. Right? Like, like I wasn't sad to see these people go. I was getting entertained. Like, oh, yeah, they deserve to go. You yeah. Know? That's what you, that, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what you come to this Whereas, movie like, for. Whereas, like, once I realized Uncle Morty was gone, I was like, oh, come on. Now yeah. the movie's going to drag a yeah. little bit. Like, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, so, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, course? Yeah. yeah, please. Uh, well, th- I guess there wasn't enough critics' uh, reviews. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. not surprised. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> not surprised. Oh, and, no! Uh, <laughs> Oh God! I had no idea. <laughs> and we have oh, the, that's a uh, shame. Thirty-four percent audience. Okay, oh. so no, no critics, but it is thirty-four oh, percent audience. Yeah, that's pretty good. That, you know, I mean, for a leprechaun, for a leprechaun movie, it's pretty good. You all right there, Andrew? It just doesn't have a critic score. <laughs> yeah, well, we I had a couple no of the Home Alone movies have I those. Had no, I no, I think all the Home Alone. No, movies. not critic really. scores. No, that not critic scores. I thought they all had critic scores. No. Oh wow, that's I think, funny. I think there well, are four reviews. Up there, and I don't is it? Know. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I think you, you, you need know what? Amount. Well, thirty-two percent for the audience score, right? That's what it is. Thirty-four. I'm sorry, thirty-four percent. That's too low to me. Yeah, I, feel I mean, like it, it, I'll be honest with you. I feel like if you're a Leprechaun fan, like this is like the yeah. this is the ultimate. If you like schlocky horror movies, I don't see why you wouldn't like this. Exactly. Movie. And again, that especially if you're a fan of the previous two. Yeah, you're right. Like when we use horror in this element, like. It, it's not really horror. It's not really scary by any means, but it is like a slasher monster movie. Right. Right. You know, but it is, you know, it's very comedic and it's very, it's what it should be. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's Freddy Krueger as a leprechaun basically. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? We're getting to explore that. So yeah. my opinion, it's Warwick Davis that is most entertaining. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're sure. absolutely right. Absolutely. Well, speaking of Warwick Davis, you want to talk about the cast? Yeah. We got some good stuff here. Okay. So cast. So we have starring 
Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun. John Gattins as Scott McCoy. Lee Armstrong as Tammy Larson. Michael Callen as Mitch. John Demita as Fazio. Caroline Williams as Loretta. Tom Dugan as Art. Roger Hewlett as Tony. And Marcella Tubert as Gupta. All right, so we start from the back going forward. Let's yeah. talk Gupta, my Let's friend. Talk Gupta. Let's talk Gupta. You ready to talk Gupta? Yes. Let's talk Gupta. Okay. Uh, so Gupta is a sh- is a owner of a pawn shop. Yes, and he is. The movie starts with a leprechaun statue being brought to him. Yep. And uh, he awakens the leprechaun out of the statue. The leprechaun is in the statue, and there is there is a medallion yes. over the statue that's keeping him. No explanation. Yeah. No yeah. explanation. Yeah. Yeah. And he is and he is he is encased in this statue, and this medallion is holding him there. This, uh, I, I guess, this kind of like uh, homeless gentleman, somebody that I think is down on his luck, the, down on his luck, shall we say? Somebody who's probably dealt with the leprechaun. Yeah, dealt right. with the he leprechaun. had an eye patch right. on. He had a cane. Yes, had... yes. He somehow got this medallion on the leprechaun <laughs> and got him back in the statue. So he's he he knows what's in the statue, which is very but clearly I, lore. It's very clearly lore, lore based in this but franchise. Lo- you're right because he has he also has the line where he says uh, he said don't touch the medallion. But I love when he puts him on. He says, don't touch the medallion. He leaves. And then Gupta immediately Gupta, touches But Gupta goes over. He touches it. And then he goes, come on. And then he just <laughs> takes it off. And I'm like, that's amazing. And I'm like, that's so funny. And then he takes it off. And then obviously, uh, you know, the leprechaun comes out. And then we have about a half hour where Gupta is surviving, going toe-to-toe yeah. with this leprechaun. And I was so impressed yeah. for that half hour. I'm like, this has to be the longest it is. anyone I, has dealt with this leprechaun. I thought he was going to take him out. Yeah. yeah. I thought that Gupta was going to surprise... I was actually surprised when they finally killed him. Like, yeah. I, I thought, thought he was, was going the whole movie. Yeah. And I'm like, is this guy going to like... Because the only people that last that long with the leprechaun are the main characters. Yes. And even then, their interactions are very sparse. Yes. Like, right. they, they see him for two minutes and they get away. Gupta's 30 minutes straight on with the leprechaun. He's straight on, <laughs> like, going toe-to-toe with this leprechaun. He's making deals. He's saying, I want half your gold. He's got the medallion. I mean, he's really going. <laughs> and I'm like... Smoking a cigarette or He's something? smoking yeah. a cigarette. <laughs> I mean, it's really something. They're sharing a drink yeah. at one point. Like, I think the leprechaun respects Gupta. That's what I think. He does, yeah. I think he's like, he's like, I no one's ever laughed at this long. He's like, good lord. And he's just like, this is fantastic. I was like, this is great. I mean, it's so fun. Oh, yeah. And I'm just, I was so into Gupta. I just, I loved it. I was like, this is how you start a leprechaun movie. Is yeah. you show someone lasting with him for a certain amount of time. And then you get to that next hour where he kills the sleazy characters. Yeah. Because I didn't necessarily want to see Gupta die because I don't think Gupta was inherently a bad person. No. I think when he found out... a little out, selfish. He was but... a little selfish, but like, you know, who isn't from time to time? And I think <laughs> when he found out about the slipper... By the way, floppy disk... Floppy disks. I thought it was a it was a CD. Is it? A, is it a I thought it was disc? a floppy disk. Maybe like, it, it was a giant. I think it like, is a floppy disk. Square. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I think it was a floppy disk. It probably it puts was. it in. It was ninety five. So <laughs> that's that how program, you learn about leprechauns. Oh my god, that program that comes up that just and, happens to be. A, it's it so funny, creatures. and he types in leprechaun, yeah. and then it's like <laughs> it's like giving him this whole rundown of how leprechauns are just. It like, just doesn't end. It keeps coming. Oh my god! People keep coming in and finding more about leprechauns. Like just conveniently plays when they need to yes it, it, i just i loved gupta i was a big fan of gupta and uh yeah i loved him yeah no it is a fun character yeah. and, and and at first you're like because i thought it was going to be a five minute i'm like why are we spending this time here right. and after 30 minutes i'm like man this guy's really going i to- thought the same thing <laughs> i was like this guy's really hanging <laughs> and they use it like a fun way to like 
this way that the leprechaun because i feel like and we'll talk about when we get there but i feel like the leprechaun's in this movie more than he has ever been in a movie and it's he's a good actually, way he's yeah. actually the star it's a good yeah. way he is yeah, yeah he's, the, he's the main yeah. character yeah. basically uh, and it's a good way to keep him on screen while introducing the main character. We're not we're not building up to that. Like we don't have to whatever. He's released within the first two minutes of the movie, and then we can cut back and forth from the pawn shop to Scott and Tammy and all the and then having their crossover. Yeah, and shenanigans at the they're kind at of the bu- casino. In a way, that first half hour is all the other characters are essentially crossing paths. Yeah. And you're basically learning about them and you're learning kind of which ones are sleazy and yeah. which ones are the good people. Yeah. And that's kind of what that half hour is for. While we're... It, okay, we're, we're spending a little bit too much time in the casino. We're getting a little bored. Let's go back to Gupta okay, versus let's Leprechaun. Get, <laughs> that's let's what get, it is. Let's, let's get, get back to Gupta. That's a, that's a great <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. Like, it's it's a way to... We're not... Like, it's... I think that's why Gupta lasted so long. Yeah. It's, it's not just... Okay, we are building this because that's that's the worst part of these movies right when yeah. we have to introduce characters and we have to, like, nobody cares yeah, because care they're, they're, they're 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 fodder like yeah. they're just there to be killed right yeah but okay five minutes here five minutes with gupta like you know five minutes so, here five minutes with gupta anything else you want to say about gupta anybody i'm no. good on gupta i just i just wanted to give gupta his love yeah. because i don't think we have had someone yet who has lasted that long with the leopard? Well, it says here, Tony, that uh, this uh, guy, Marcelo Tuber, is is in GI Joe Retaliation. So one day, this guy will be a multi-franchise Hall of Famer. Yes, he will. Um, all right, moving on, we have Roger Hewlett as Tony. <laughs> hey, I, can we talk about actually Tony and Art together? Yeah, because they're they're uh, they're a pair. A pair. They're yeah. a pair. So Tom Dugan as, as Art. Art. So. Real quick, let's mention the thing about Tom Dugan that I didn't know this. You didn't know this, Tony. You gave us this information today, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at Tom Dugan's credits. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Uh, apparently, what was this role? Go ahead. It's Neanderthal number two. Uh, I didn't even know there were Neanderthals in the movie. I didn't know either. Uh, Tom Dugan. <laughs> we'll give you the small. The small. He's in. The he's cam- going to the cameo. Cameo section. The cameo section. So get the little. Okay, Tom Dugan. I like these two. Yeah. I think these two are very funny. I like the whole, like, silly gangster thing they're trying to do. Yeah. And I like that everything. He's like, he's like, oh, wait, did you? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I don't even know what I, that was. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> well, no, they're talking. Where's but, this guy? Where's this guy? Where's, where's he this at? guy? Where's yeah. this guy? Where's this guy? Um, specifically, Tony, when the leprechaun puts the, <laughs> the coin, coin in his mouth and turns him into a human slot turns him into a slot machine. Glorious. That was great. Glorious. I was like, that's amazing. But I like these two a lot. I think they're very funny. Yeah. Like, they're trying to be intimidating, but they're also kind of bumbling yeah. a little bit. And I think that's really silly, and I think that played really well for the movie. I, I get with art, I kind of get the idea. Like, even looking at this picture here, I kind of get the vibe of, like, he's trying to be Hans Gruber. Like, like a little bit. Like, yeah. I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was looking at him, and I'm like, this guy looks like he's in, like trying to be diehard. Yeah. Like, trying to do the Hans Gruber deal. Yeah. And then, as, as far as Tony, like... He's supposed to be the muscle, but he's not like he's like he's not some big jacked guy. He's just like kind of a large dude. Like he's just kind know, of a like, large dude. Oh, when they're talking about underwear, that's really funny. Oh, he's oh. jockeys now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I like the briefs. I just I know I like to be more free. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> like, say I like support. <laughs> those two uh, apparently had really good chemistry on set, and that scene was totally improvised. Oh, that's cool. So them. they just kind of let him yeah. go. Yeah, that's cool. That's, yeah, that's you can really tell it, they they do they do work well together. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm glad that they both kind of. Had that connection, we're able to pull that off because it works. Um, oh, we have Caroline Williams as Loretta. Yes, one of the sleazy characters we find <laughs> out, quite sleazy. Um, Caroline, uh, or Loretta, I should say, Loretta, runs 
the uh, the the roulette roulette wheel, table. Yeah, very crooked roulette table. <laughs> very crooked roulette table. She's like hitting the button. There's like I guess the I don't know, a magnet yeah, underneath, yeah. and it stops it. And uh, running a very crooked game there. I, I like her kill. Yeah, oh I yeah, like her it, kill. It's, a it's lot. the best kill in the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? it's yeah, the opinion, best yeah. kill in the movie. I mean that. Oh, I'll make your tits out of here, and it's just like this whole thing. And you're like, oh my god. Yeah. And it, yeah, when she explodes uh, and just turns into this monstrous blob. Yeah. And just expl- I mean, it's just awesome. The lips, and the, the lips, butt, the butt, the, yeah. the boobs, like everything, and she just blows up. I mean, it's amazing. I feel but like... that lead up to it really works. Yeah. Because it, it's just. You get the you, you're kind of like okay what is Loretta exactly and then you see her running that crooked roulette game and you go oh she's not she's in on this whole thing yeah. and she just okay she's like buddy buddy with yes. the guy like Mitch, Mitch the guy who runs it mm-hmm. or whatever yeah yeah um I I feel like that kill when I saw it I feel like I might have seen that somewhere like I'm like a YouTube thing like probably they, yeah I feel oh. like they do like the yeah. like watch mojo mojo and they do like. Mm-hmm. Over the top kills. It might be like something like that. I feel like I saw it somewhere before. Right. And I was like, oh, I feel like I've seen this in like a top, you know, over the top movie kills or yeah. ridiculous something like that, right? right? Um, but, but yeah, like her, it's, her makeup too when she gets that oh, yeah. big is really good. It's, like, there, I like that makeup some, a lot. As we can say with three, and we can say with four, there's some impressive like makeup work. Yeah. In in, in these movies. Yeah, it's Gabe um, Bartolis again. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, she's she's sleazy. She's funny when she does like the wish. To be beautiful yeah. or whatever, you know, like <laughs> even when she comes out and is she, beautiful, she, so she took a wig off, wig off. I guess I'm like, yeah, she <laughs> took a wig off and put on a dress. Like, yeah. is that what happened? Like, I wasn't really sure. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was like, I mean, she's better and looking. She's talking that yeah. her boobs are bigger, but I don't. I don't think bigger. they're like, smaller. Actually, yeah, it was it was kind of silly. I was like, okay, you know, um, but yeah, I like that. Uh, her whole thing was like. I mean, her her wish was very shallow. She was very, you know, into physical appearance. And it was a shallow, it was kind of a shallow wish. That was kind of the thing with all of them. And I'm excited when we get to story to talk about that gold coin. Yeah, that's I, interesting. I really, I really yeah. dug that, but yeah, um, yeah I, we kind of get to see the wishes of everybody, which is yeah. really cool. But um, yeah, I really, I, I liked her kill a lot. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, and as far as she goes, you know, we mentioned with uh, with uh, Marcella Tubert with uh, Caroline Williams, she's in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre Two. So one day she will be multi franchise <laughs> yes, Hall of Famer. Yes, as well. the good, the good one. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moving on, we have John Demita as Fazio, the great Fazio. This was really enjoyable to me. <laughs> I liked Fazio because I just like the idea of a sleazeball magician, sleaze magician, but is also so bad at being a magician at the same time. <laughs> and is such like a showman. Like he's doing so much like yeah. things and he's doing all this stuff, but it's just bad tricks all around. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, this isn't good. Tony, like, you mentioned like the scene when he breaks into Scott's like hotel room and steals the coin. And he like punches him, and then he just throws the thing down. The, yeah, he throws the dust. He down. throws the dust down, stands there for a minute, and then runs away. And you're just like, "Come on, Fazio! Like, what are you doing?" But uh, I like this guy a lot. I love that he plays the really like bad Vegas magician because I feel like I've never been to Vegas, but I imagine there are shows like I'm the sure, show that yes. he's doing. There's probably where like a it's, five dollar show. If, you, if that, you'll yeah. end up so, exactly, there's like this five dollar show you'll end up, and the magic's not that good. It's the guy is overperforming. He's doing all this stuff, and it's probably all tricks you've seen before. Um, you know, this he's, he's not David Blaine. You know, he's not <laughs> blown people away, but it's just kind of like. 
I feel like this is a legit thing in Vegas, and uh, I just I think he plays it perfectly. Yeah, and uh, he definitely gets what he deserves at the end because that that's that's probably my second favorite kill. I love that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it looked great. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's great. That's great makeup design. Great special effects yeah. there. Yeah, it, it's brutal. Yeah, it's a good one though. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Michael Callan as Mitch. Is Mitch a mobster? Yeah. He's, Clearly, he's right? In, he's involved with the mob. Yeah. Yeah, involved. He, 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 he thinks say, he's a mobster, but he's got like a cousin. That's really he's got what a cousin. Yeah. Well, he's I I'm assuming Mitch is the he runs the casino. Yes. That's what we can gather. Yes. He runs the casino. Very crooked casino. He wants the casino to win all the time it, i don't understand it seems like nobody wins in this guy's casino and i'm like yeah. does he not understand what a casino is like i was like you have to let people win sometimes yeah, that, that was the like, one thing that bothered it's me it's not like he, he he's like expecting every single win to be for the house and i'm like that's not how casinos work yeah. so you have to let people cash out every now and again yeah there are the certain cases where it's like okay you have a lot of money and we have to address this but like if you're not letting people walk out with a couple hundred bucks it's like yeah. you're you're kind of you're you know this is clearly a shisty op- operation it, you're that, running here. That's what bothered me about the casino. I mean, I didn't think about it that much because it's not really ultimately important. Right. But like that's the one thing I was like, this guy doesn't want anybody to win any yeah. money. And I was like, I understand that casinos are made to take your money away. Yes. But like you can win money if you're smart and you're careful and you place and you play well. Yeah. You can win money in a if casino. If you walk into a casino and, and they always say walk in with like a certain amount yeah. and play for that amount and then if you lose it all you leave. But, but this guy's like away, this guy won 50 bucks off my game. How dare he? It's how like, dare yeah. Like, casinos aren't that shy. Yeah, casinos like, aren't yeah. that. If you're walking out with fifty dollars, they're not like, oh, get that guy. Like, they don't care. Yeah. Like, I think the they try to explain that away though by being like, oh, he has these debts he has to pay. Yeah. So he wants to win every single hand and earn and you know win these debts. But like, I just don't believe that he's just like I I need to win every single hand. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm like, come on, like you got to let some people walk out of here with like hundred bucks every now and again. You can't just win every hand. Yeah. But Great kill. No. <laughs> Great kill. That wasn't really expected, was it? I was the not robot, expecting yeah. the robot. I was not... When the leprechaun be- appears behind the screen, I'm like, okay, he's going to do something. And, you know, he starts playing with the behind the magic. He starts doing his... Oh, it's leprechaun magic. You know how they... <laughs> you know how leprechauns are. And... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 I was waiting for the... Because it seems like a recurring theme in these movies. At least since the second one is... We need to put boobs in this movie, like quickly. Like yeah. we need boobs in these movies, and that's going to continue when we in talk about one, four. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that um, they kind of just went with. I'm just going to assume maybe a porn actress. Like I don't, I don't totally know what. Like, but that was the vibe I was getting. I'm glad they didn't make like the main girl yeah, do it. Tammy. Yeah. Tammy. That's I'm what glad I thought. It wasn't Tammy. I'm glad yeah. that they kind of went with. I, I'm assuming this woman. I, I don't know. I'm pretty I'm not, sure she is. But just the size of the boobs alone, I was like, <laughs> I feel like, like, I was like, I feel like maybe she's done a few softcore points. I don't know. But like, I, <laughs> she's on Skinamax. She's on Skinamax. I don't know. But I, I was like, okay, this is it. But I, I like the kill where it's kind of this buildup of like, she comes out of the TV they're doing this whole thing, and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, baby. But then the entire time, the leprechaun's on the TV. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, Mitch, you messed up. And he's like, they say my name? <laughs> no, 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 no. And he goes back to it, and then it's like he's a he's a fortune teller, and he's like, oh, Mitch, I I, I swear I heard my name. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. He just goes back and he just keeps going back, and it's just so funny. And then uh, yeah, when she turns into a robot, 
and electrocutes him. I that was the moment where I went, "What is going on here?" Yeah. But I love when it's the robot, but he's she still has the boobs <laughs> in the face. <laughs> oh my god, that made me laugh so hard. I was like, "That is so funny." Like the rest is just this yeah. this robot. Except the boobs, and I'm like, that is hilarious. Yeah, yeah it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a, I, I mean, it's funny. You keep saying with everyone, great kill, great. Kill. There's so many great kills. There's, in there's the a show. lot yeah. of good ones in this movie, yeah. and um, you know, I, I didn't. I will say too, for the two mobster guys, Art and Tony, wasn't huge about their kills because he kind of just beats them. To death. Saying, I don't even yeah, remember what weird. happened. Yeah, he kind of just beats them to death with that. It was like a shillelagh. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, shillelagh. Yeah. Okay, great. And I was like, okay, that was a fine kill. But when you're coming off the electrocution kill, well, yeah. it, it makes sense. He, he stabs the guy in the eye, eye, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. He says, like, "You go keen eye or whatever," and he gets his eye. An eye for an eye. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of eye pun. Yeah. Some eye pun. Some eye pun. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I really, I, I liked, I liked Mitch. I think he did a really good job playing the sleazy owner. Mm-hmm. And uh, was happy to see him go and get electrocuted yeah. in a pretty wild fashion. But yeah. I was excited to see it. All right, well, Lee Armstrong as Tammy Larson. What do you think about her? She's fine. It's better than the better than Bridget. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I agree with you. I think after watching this movie and knowing what we saw in Bridget and then seeing this girl, I was like, I get what Tony's saying. This is like, I get what Tony's saying. I was good, like, she, she's better. It's a good B horror movie performance. Yeah. Yes. You know, she's got, and she, you know, has to play, you know, this character, but then she has to play like the version of her under the spell, yeah. where she's like, yeah. all, like in love I, with. I, 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 yeah, like, I did not like that. Quite that was uncomfortable that made me, for you. A little uncomfortable for me too. I was baby yeah. voice. It was a little weird. Yeah, yeah, that was uncomfortable for me too. But I was like, I want, I want to be rough. Yeah, I, wanna, I want you to hurt yourself or whatever. Although I will say, yeah, when she was beating him up, and Mitch was like, okay, that's what you. <laughs> yeah, <want."> when <laughs> she was beating him up, I, I thought that was funny. I'm glad it wasn't full in like. I'm glad it wasn't like full on. Like she's just all over him, and she's like. You know, like kissing it and all this. Like, I'm glad it wasn't that. I'm glad it yeah. was like, like Mitchy, I want to be rough, and she starts punching him in the face, and he's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, he's like, okay, no more why, pain. Why like, did the spell break? That's my question. The gold coin got taken away. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but the other people's gold. Uh, when uh, when Loretta made her wish, she didn't have the gold coin, and she stayed fine. It seemed to me, I don't know what it was. I thought point. Loretta. Point. I, I thought, thought Loretta's wish that she wished for Tammy not or for it to be over. But that's not because she was able to make another wish. You only get one wish. So that's what I'm I wondering was, about. I was wondering if the coin was like... That's a really good Bottle. point. Well, yeah, we got to talk to uh, David Dubois. We got to go call him. We'll get him talk, on the phone. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk to him. I thought it was like a proximity thing with the coin. Because as soon as Loretta leaves the room with the coin, the spell breaks. You're right. right. And I was like, okay. She doesn't have that... the coin when she makes her... She makes a wish and she transforms. And then she loses her coin almost immediately. You're right. And she's still beautiful. "Quote unquote beautiful." Yeah. Well, and and Afterwards. then I, the only other thing I thought was like maybe the current wish breaks when the other person makes the wish, but she hadn't made her wish yet. Yeah, and I thought maybe that was it. Like maybe when another person makes a wish on the coin, the current wish yeah. breaks. But it doesn't seem that was it to me. It was a proximity thing. I as wonder, soon as she walked out the door with the coin, it broke. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. I wonder that's if it's weird. supposed to be the leprechaun breaking the wish. Like maybe he, he did. I mean, it he's the only one that I feel like that would. He's the only one that has the power, right? Like yeah. he's the only one that could actually make that happen. But that, I, I noticed that, and I was because I thought that her because she said, "Oh, Mitch, you're in for a rude awakening." I thought her wish was that she was going to break Tammy out. And I was like, "Oh, that's right. kind of a waste of a wish." Right, right. Like to undo his wish, but no, because then she made another wish, and the leprechaun makes it very clear to Fazio in this movie: you only get one wish. 
Maybe the so, leprechaun broke it. Maybe yeah. he broke it. Maybe he's like not maybe even. It's I, just maybe a, the leprechaun was even like, I don't even want to see this. <laughs> maybe it's just a, <laughs> maybe it's just a plot hole. Maybe it's bad writing. We'll explain our way out. But uh, yeah, no, I think she does a good job here. I think it, yeah. it's, it's I, I solid. do like her. I do, and like I think her. the chemistry works enough. Um, you know, with the with the lead. You know, the romantic yeah. chemistry. It, it is interesting that they put Tammy just in this like skimpy outfit oh yeah higher yeah. well that's what you movie. i thought because tony you made me aware you know i think you even said last week when you were here that there's nudity in two three four yeah and so like i was like okay i well, i assumed it was going to be her because you know or like they got close or too, that it was going to be was like, oh, like the second one where she was you're going to see her take the top off and they were going to do a very bad <laughs> cut, bad cut and it's clearly not her <laughs> that size doesn't match okay <laughs> <laughs> I did. I I thought it was going to be her too because they get close. Yeah. In that scene, she's doing like the strip tease, and I mean, she went as far as like unhooking the bra, and you're like, you're like, oh god, here we go. And then as soon as the spell breaks, I was like, oh thank god. I was like, that's yeah. actually really nice. And then they kind of go to, uh, we're assuming the porn star, <laughs> and that's a much better thing because it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, I I uh, yeah, I like Tammy a lot. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, then how about John uh, Galton, John yeah. Gantons as Scott McCoy? I just want to point out, he was in Real Steel. Yeah. We love Real Steel. I love the Real Steel. We love Steel. Real Steel. Okay. And Flight? Oh, he, he wrote Flight? Flight, yeah. the Denzel Washington movie? Yeah. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, this guy's talented. I, I yeah. listened to an interview with him for that movie, and he was asked about Leprechaun. He was asked about his beginnings, and he talked about another horror movie that was in before this, and then he talked about Leprechaun 3, and he said, Leprechaun 3 was scary. My acting in it was even scarier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, you know what? I like that he's self-aware. Yeah. I like that he's self-aware. I mean, look, That's he's, really not cool. a, he's not an A-list you know, movie star, but I thought but he just, was fine. Just that, just that line made me respect him a lot more because yeah. I'm like, at least he's self-aware. I mean, but look at, and he wrote Flight! But look That's at the movie. third movie here. Yeah, Norbit, you know. <laughs> yeah. Look, are you telling me if you're, not, if you're in Hollywood, Ryan, you're a big actor, and Eddie Murphy comes to you and says, I want you to be in my new comedy, you're going to say no? Yeah, that's kidding. Yeah, bullshit. You're gonna be I'm in that. Gonna, I'll be in it. I'll it's, be in it's Eddie it. Murphy. I'm in the fat suit next but, time. Yeah, put me in the fat suit. I'm there. Um, Scott McCoy. Yeah. What a journey this guy goes on, huh? <laughs> like, what a journey. Like, well, I just when he's blowing his money, like. So I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I, I thought it was a little Clearly silly. something shady's going on. Clearly like, something shady's going on. I love that he's like this, uh, we'll call him a, 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 cause he's supposed to be like a college kid. Yeah, going he's to underage. College. He's underage. Too, yeah. And I like that he's this, you know, Vegas or casino like virgin. Yeah. He's an innocent he has, virgin. He, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's an innocent virgin. He has no idea. He's the Anastasia Steele of this movie. And Tammy literally warns him right off the bat. She's like, hey, like, don't get involved. My with boss this. is shady. She's like, like, hey, this isn't good. Like, you need to get out of Vegas as soon as possible. You don't want to stay here too long. And this kid just falls for it immediately. And he's just, he spends, what, $23,000 yeah. for his tuition. And he's just like, oh my God. He's like, where's all my money going? And it's like, you're spending it all, dude. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? But um, when it gets beyond that, the leprechaun blood getting into his wound was such a cool... Yeah. Well, I asked that question last week about like, well, I think I meant, yeah, I mentioned something about like what like happens that, if somebody bites, a leprechaun yeah. bites somebody. Yeah. That like, made sense to me. Like when the bite happens and like the mixture of yeah. the leprechaun blood. Yeah. Is it, bl- is it the blood that got in? Is that, yeah. so it's not just the bite. It's, it's not fact, just the, the bite. blood yeah. got yeah. in. Yeah. And, and that just really impressed me. And I was like, oh yeah, that would make sense. Like what a leprechaun's blood is obviously not a human's blood. Yeah. So that's going to affect him. And 
and when he starts turning into a, a leprechaun, leprechaun himself, I was like, oh, this is incredible. I'm grateful that they didn't try to like shrink him down. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought I like that how was, he stayed his yeah. same height. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that, that and he does a good job like nailing like the ridiculousness of that when he's the leprechaun i really liked him and i was like this is very good like he gets it he's generic guy number one as the main character but once he becomes a leprechaun you know he's talking about oh my taters like you know like, <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> when, she, when she pulls out the she, she's like oh i got a baked potato i got this i got that french and, fries but, but even he, mashed yeah. potatoes but he's like looking at that but he does that exact thing where he looks down and he goes Taters. <laughs> Good lord. Well, he finds the baked potato Good next to the steak. He's like, ooh, taters. And I was like, oh, man. And I felt seen. <laughs> I felt seen because I do the same thing. I look at it and I go, oh, Seamus McGravy. Get me some Seamus McGravy on those taters. But uh, I really like this guy. The whole leprechaun thing is just so fun. And uh, he's, I love how even the hospital is shady. Why is the <laughs> hospital yeah. shady? Well, the guy has... Do you oh, do you have health insurance? <laughs> this is this is the life or death question. Do you have, do you have health, health insurance? insurance? And they find all his money, yeah. and they're just like, start running all the tests. He's yeah, good. We'll be, and I'm like, what be here the tomorrow. Heck? We'll be here the next day. I'll cancel call for this. Yeah, like, I was just like, oh yeah. my god, even the hospital is shady. Yeah, that was uh, Brian Trenchard Smith adding that in. He's English, and when he came to America, <laughs> commentary on the American health system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he when he got to America, yes. like, he fell in love with America, but. He just thought it was like so insane that we don't have universal health care here. Oh my, oh god. my god! Even Leprechaun Three is throwing yeah. shade on the Even American. Even Leprechaun Three <laughs> is making is <laughs> is commenting oh, yes. on the American healthcare system. I love it. I oh my god! Brian Trenchard Smith. Yeah. You know what? That's a great. You're right. It is a great addition. I didn't even think about like except I thought okay, it's to be shady for the sake of being shady, but the fact that it's actually like yeah, a commentary. On the American healthcare system. This movie just went up half a star. Yeah, this movie just went. I, I, yeah. This is that. That is fantastic. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just respecting a lot more people with this movie. That's fantastic. Oh yeah. Well, that's uh, that's Scott McCoy. I yeah. think. Right. Uh, well, then finally, the, 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 the man himself, Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun. Ah, this guy's amazing. This yeah. guy's. He's clearly having the most fun. Yeah. In this movie than we've seen in any of the movies yeah. we've watched so far. I mean, he's having a freaking blast. Yeah. When you're watching him on the streets of Vegas, running around and <laughs> muttering rhymes to himself, and people are looking directly in the camera lens at him and at the camera. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm like, this is so fun. My favorite rhyme of his in this movie is when he has the axe and he's like, so for pulling this trick, I'll chop off your d <laughs> And he takes the axe and he tries it. And I'm like, that's amazing. I was like, yes. I was so into it. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I thought he had, was just... The fact he's the main character elevated this movie yeah. so much for me you clear you it looked like they just let warwick go yeah and they're like just have fun and it it pays off in spades in this movie yeah in well, spades yeah. casinos <laughs> you mentioned that this is the movie where he's like finally fully like realized the character too i think like he's i mean he was obviously he was always a highlight in the last mm -hmm. two movies but he's like taken to a next level here like this is his show now like he's doing whatever he wants yeah basically. because of that, like the box office failure of number two they thought this one was going to be the last movie in the, the it was supposed to be a trilogy so he's just going for it he's just going for it yeah uh, that's it, it it really is something special here yeah. and then like the, it, 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 and it's where we can kind of talk about it and we've talked about it more with our opinions but like him playing off the vegas tropes right mm -hmm. like him him sitting on a craps table 
just rolling dice with like <laughs> girls next to him. Yeah, blowing into the yeah, dice. Blowing into the yeah. dice and like nobody questioning it. Him the I'm on a roll here. We're gonna talk about this later. But like him with a Elvis impersonator and just like oh just my having God. a clearly having a ball like thank you very much and he's doing <laughs> the whole thing I'm like oh and Elvis great. doesn't die in it too no really. no yeah because yeah. you would think like oh he's going right for Elvis and yeah. I mean I have a whole thing we're going to talk about that later we're going to talk about that scene later but yeah like that whole thing is Leprechaun is an Elvis fan yeah yes he is <laughs> incredible yes he yeah, is it's so much fun like they just they knew exactly what to do and this is what I mean that Vegas lent itself so well to Leprechaun because you would you would believe seeing a person dressed up yeah. as a leprechaun running around Vegas. And that's why no one questions it because yep. they're like, oh, well, it's Vegas. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. like, this just makes sense. Yeah, uh, just another day in Vegas. But yeah, yeah, that is... Um, but yeah, you know, I just think Warwick is, is really incredible. He's in incredible. Yeah, he's he incredible. really is. He's just fantastic. And I really loved him this time. And uh, I've loved him every time. Yeah. Uh, but in, particularly this time, I was like, this is what I've wanted to see. Yeah. Is just him off a leash, just going for it, yep. going nuts, going big, and having the time of his life. And you yep. can see that in this movie. And it's it's so much fun. All right. Well, next we have a little bit of a synopsis. Tony, will you give us a synopsis of this movie? Yeah, sure. A young man named Scott on his way to college decides to stop in the Sin City. There he befriends a pretty magician's assistant named Tammy, who sneaks him to the Lucky Shamrock Casino where she works. When Scott illegally gambles all of his tuition away... He is forced to try to sell his Rolex watch at a pawn shop across the street to change his luck. At the pawn shop, <laughs> he discovers a gold coin belonging to an evil leprechaun who will kill to have it back. Little does Scott know, his losing streak really is about to begin. <laughs> his losing streak <laughs> is about really to about to begin, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that the synopsis? Is that the, the, the tagline tag yeah. for the movie? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, God. It's like Welcome to Vegas. Your losing streak's about to begin. There you go. Uh, th- these have some good... They're good taglines. I still really like the first one. Your luck's just run out. Yeah. There's just... It's too good. It's yeah. just too good. But, um, yeah. The synopsis. It's good. It's good. It's a good it's story. A story. It's a good story. It's, it's a, yeah. It Vegas, introduces baby. elements that we have yeah. never seen in the other movies. Yeah, but that's the thing. Which I, mean, I really like. Talk about the story real quick. Like, it, it's... One, it's taking this character that we've seen, mm-hmm. but putting him in the fish out of water thing like yes. we said a bunch, right? Let's plop him in Vegas and see how that goes, yes. right? But then it's also like taking, Let's just see how it goes. Just see how it goes. <laughs> Probably not well, <laughs> or, or really well. I don't know. Depending uh, on depending. depending on who you are. But uh, you know, doing that, but also like adding in the elements, the lore elements that probably should have been there from the beginning, yeah, like biting, the the biting the the, with the blood yeah. Yeah. that you can turn into a leprechaun. Yes, the medallion and you know being his weakness, even yeah. though it has no say in how this movie ends no say whatsoever. At all. The gold coin, with the, the gold wishes. coins, burning the gold coins, uh, and killing the leprechaun. I'm not crazy about that. No, the burning of the gold coin. Um, but using a gold yeah. coin mm-hmm. to make a wish, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that there is. You know, there's some really interesting stuff there. And watching, that that's the best part of the movie for me, outside of the Warwick Davis thing, is even though it might not be a standout character, watching everybody get the coin and making a wish yeah. was just so fun to see what everybody's doing. And obviously, like, you know, like, the second you see Fazio and you find out about the wish thing, oh, he's going to wish to be a, like, <laughs> the greatest act- magician yeah. in the world. Or an yeah. actual magician yeah. or something, right? You got Loretta with the beauty, Fazio with the fame, yeah. and Mitch with the money, I guess. Yeah, or, or it was like women, greed. women, yeah. yeah. Greed. yeah. yeah. Greed. And seeing all that, like I, I loved it, like seeing how that all played mm-hmm. out or whatever. So yeah, I think it's a really interesting story, and it's elements that we probably should have been seeing from the beginning, right. and elements I would have liked to see continue outside of this movie. Although we don't, because we have to go to. 
space. Right, so, right, know. right. Actually, you know, Scott is probably greed because he wishes to be on a winning streak. Yeah, right, right. Scott's probably greed. She's beauty. Mitch, Mitch Loretta's is, uh, beauty. Lust. Mitch Loretta's is lust. lust. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So they all kind of have like this dark and original sin. Yeah, whatever, original yeah. sin deal. Yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. Never made that connection. Oh, I was gonna say the medallion comes back in the fifth movie. Oh, does it really? Yes, it's right. used again. So, so does the statue. Oh, that's fascinating. Like, oh, we still got Do they this. explain it a little bit more? Uh, yeah, they, right. we'll, you'll see. Okay, we'll, we'll okay. find out next yeah. week. Yeah, I'm excited for those movies. Um, yeah. I am excited for the hood movies. I will say, I'm looking forward to those. But um, <laughs> I, I, I know, I know they're kind of eh, but I, for whatever reason, I feel like people it's gotta be talk space, about right? people talk about those movies more. Then I feel like a lot of well, these are Leprechaun it's, movies, and it's yeah. it's going to be unique. Um, and I'm I'm excited to do them. But for this movie, uh, I love like you just said, all those elements they introduce are just it works. It really works. And yeah, the medallion is <laughs> it's a little silly because it's like why introduce it if you're not gonna never going to go back yeah. the climax of the movie where they somehow get it back on him and like maybe destroy the statue or something, which is what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. I thought they were going to get it back on him and then destroy yeah. the statue. Or they were going to put it on Scott, it. and Scott was going to wear it, and that's how he was going to. Get rid of the curse or whatever. Right, right. Like, yeah. And it never comes into play again. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I mean, that's, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a good story. Yeah. Well, let's tie into our opinions. Let's do it. What are your opinions of this movie? I love this movie. Yeah. I actually really love this movie. Like, yeah. I would watch this movie again because I, yeah. I just, I had such a blast watching it. Yeah. Um, I could see, like, yes, we're doing this for St. Paddy's Day. And I could see myself watching this on St. Paddy's Day every year. But beyond that... I would add this into like my Halloween rotation too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like I could this is a good slasher movie. It's a funny slasher horror movie. Yeah. And I could see myself adding this into like my Halloween rotation every year just yeah. to have like a fun movie to watch. Yeah. It's just so good. It's so good. It's like Warwick is the is it's the best he's been yeah. in any of these movies. And the cast around him, yeah, they're they're not the best yeah, actors. But they in do the what world, they have to do. But they do exactly what they have to do. It has unbelievably fun kills. And it kills all the people you want to see die. Yeah. I mean, what else do you want? Yeah. It's everything. You're right. It's everything. And it's got Gupta. <laughs> and he lasts 30 minutes. He lasts 30 minutes with it. He goes toe to toe with the leprechaun. Uh, but yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. It's everything you want out of the, out of this type of movie. I think that like I, I like the, I've liked every movie that we've seen so far, especially more than I thought I would. But like I can't imagine myself going, oh, I'm going to revisit a leprechaun movie. I would revisit this. One I would day. too. Like yeah. I would sit down and be like. It's been a couple of years since I saw Leprechaun Three. Let's watch it again. It's right? Leprechaun Three kind you of know, night. Yeah, yeah, let's just you know, let's let's have fun with it. Yeah, it's definitely the movie I go back to the most. Out yeah, of this. Mm-hmm. and it's yeah. the most rewatchable. Yeah, it's Warwick Davis, like I said, as most entertaining. So yeah, it, it definitely has a rewatch. We always that's another thing, and I, me- I always kind of meant to like include a thing about rewatchability, but I really do think this is the most rewatchable. Like movie that maybe that, that's something we can add in later down the line. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. we'll add in like rewatchability value or because there's things it is. we talked about. Like you know, I might like this movie, but like I don't can't see myself revisiting this anytime soon. But we've mentioned a couple times in this podcast, especially when we're ranking like our number one movies. Yeah, we'll like how say, that plays if you, a factor. If you put this, if you put these two movies in front of me, which one am I taking? Which one do I want to rewatch? It's kind of like that. That's why Fast but, Five like, is number one. That's why Fast Five is number one. But like Leprechaun 3, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's a great movie. And I, I can see, Tony, why this would be your favorite. And I, I know you were kind you were excited for us to watch this one, I think, because I could feel like 
the build up to this movie yeah. and you were like you were like wait till three wait once till three. we reacted and positively this, to one and two you're like oh well then you're in yeah, on three. this yeah. this like, sold yeah. me completely i was like this is fantastic i was like this yeah. is really going to be fun yeah and uh yeah i just i really dug this and i could definitely see myself like you revisiting this for yeah. sure absolutely yeah. yeah it's it's it really is just it's top notch it's, it's top notch like B-list. It's a stroke of genius it's, to put Leprechaun yeah. in Vegas. It was, it's a, I was thinking about this too. It's a shame that this is the third one than the one that had came out on VHS. Because if this was the second one, I feel like it might have actually fared a little bit better in, in the box office. Because yeah. people might just word of mouth of like, did you see that strange Vegas Leprechaun movie? Like, you know, <laughs> This thing is wild. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun, but it's wild. Like, yeah. I feel like people would have gone for this. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I f- if if there's any movie I feel like that we should promote and, on here, it's like go yeah, see a Leprechaun and, Three. And with the fact that it is one point two million dollars, it doesn't feel like it's a, a one point. It feels like it really like it it it, it feels it's the best looking movie so far mm-hmm. of the first three, and it's the one with the cheapest budget. But you or, have to or, imagine or, too. No, it's not the cheapest, but it's it's less than the second one. Like it's a going of, down, right? A lot, it's of, less than the a lot one. of that money too. You have to imagine goes towards kind of maybe I imagine making the kills look good, but also yeah. just the makeup. Yeah. I mean, what else? It really is there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're they're putting all this money towards salaries. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it is going towards the the kill. Uh, making the kills look good yeah. and the prosthetic makeup for Warwick or if they're yeah. doing a crazy kill. Stuff I don't know like if that. this is something that you have at one point, but do you have any idea how much Warwick Davis made like off of these movies? You know what? I should have looked that up. Well, yeah, we I, have time. We yeah. have a couple weeks yeah. for the retrospective. That, that's something so for the retrospective. Yeah. yeah, we can say, we can add that in. I don't know if you... You might not be able to find that. But if you can, that'd be something yeah. interesting to look yeah. at. Yeah, I'm curious. If I mean, he kept coming back. That's yeah. what's curious to me. It's like he yeah. kept coming back. So... Was well, it you, the pay, or was it that he really liked the character? With Mark Jones in the first one, how he talked about how like the benefit of the movies and all these movies that he get he gets money mm-hmm. for every movie, even though he's not involved with them. So like Warwick's literally the star. So I'm wondering if he's making some bank off of that. You know, I'm sure I mean? he's getting residuals. I mean, yeah. especially if uh, sci-fi plays them every year. Yeah, you know, he's making residuals off those movies. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's very curious. It's yeah. very curious. But yeah. I, I, so what about our star rating? I, I, I know you you went pretty high on this. I went pretty high on this because I just really, like I said, I really enjoyed this. I gave this three and a half stars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I heard you, you said you were going to bump it half a star, and I was like three and a half too. Yeah. No, but no, he, I know no, I what? understand. But three and a half for me because this is this is the best. <laughs> I'm going through it. There you go. I love it. <laughs> Tony, what do you got? I'm not going to be out down by YouTube, so I, I will also do it. I think there needs to be some. <laughs> I, need, I think there needs to be some daylight in between the the first two uh-huh. and this yeah. one. I think it's good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you, are you going three and a half? Three stars? and a half stars. Yeah. All right, Beautiful. all right. I told yeah, you. But like, look, you have to. Like you mentioned, though, you have to understand. Like when, when we talked about this before, too. Kind of like when you have a a schlocky movie yeah. i guess like i don't even say bad but like the movies that are made not with the best budget you know kind of like mm-hmm. you know whatever that are that you get enjoyment out of for being like a bad movie like like the room like tony i know you're a big fan of the room yeah right you watch the room constantly or i know you said it's been a while since you watched it but like you can watch the room that's constantly a, that's a fascinating and get movie. so much enjoyment yeah. out of it and like, like it's like it's like a five star level of enjoyment yeah. But the movie is like it's terrible. It's like a half star because yeah. it's just it's so atrocious. Right. So you have to find a balance of like, yeah, is this the best made movie of all time? No. 
You know what I mean? No, but I do think it's one of the better made movies so far. I think this I, is... Probably the best made movie, I think. I think this is the definition of exactly what we do here on Franchise Me. It gets it's better the, and better yeah. and better, and it leans into everything that works about the previous two movies. You can literally see them another level. understanding what to do with this property. Exactly. And then I think they lose it a little bit in the next one. They lose but it in I the think next one. They but... get an idea of how to handle this idea. Yes. Right, like how they handle this idea of this of this leprechaun. So, yep. yeah, is this a is this a maybe three and a half star quality made movie with the acting and the directing on? Probably not. But right. enjoyment wise, and what in what it's trying to accomplish, it does exactly that for sure. It does. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, let's talk about uh, uniqueness. What stands out to you in this film? The setting, Vegas, uh, Warwick's over the top performance, yeah. the kills. Uh, Gupta. <laughs> what doesn't stand out? Yeah. This is a great movie. Everything stands yeah. out because it's the best. I, I agree. I mean, really, more than anything, it is the setting. Yes. Because that makes this movie. You take this plot and you put it anywhere else. And Gupta. Doesn't work. And Gupta. <laughs> but the, you take this plot and you put it anywhere else. It doesn't, it doesn't really work as well. Uh-huh. But the fact that Ve- you mentioned, Vegas is such an exaggerated place. Like yes. It's such, a, it's such over the top anyway that, yeah, you see a leprechaun and you're like, yeah, it's just a leprechaun over there. Like I'm not questioning it, right? right. You know what I mean? They make it. They make it work. Um, all right. Well, uh, does this bring anything new? Gupta. <laughs> How many more times can I say Gupta? Uh, I think the setting as well. Setting I don't care about well. the setting anymore. I only care about. <laughs> I want a Gupta spinoff. Yeah. No. I, it is the setting. Yeah. It, it, it is Vegas. It is um, being able to turn Scott into a leprechaun. Yeah. The idea. The, that, the, no. Yes. The idea of transformation. Yeah. Well, um, all of those elements. The the wishing. The medallion. Yeah. Um, turning into uh, Scott turning yeah. into the leprechaun. Giving the leprechaun more of a major role in the movie. Literally making him yeah. the main character. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All of that works. So, yeah, all of that's new. Technically, Scott is the main character, but the leprechaun has uh, probably the most screen time. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, Scott's the main character if you need to have a main character yeah. but also, like scott is a leprechaun so it counts he becomes a leprechaun he becomes a leprechaun uh what is the best scene to you in this movie good lord um i there's there's a lot here there's, to choose from. Uh, there's a lot here and i bounced around a lot and i was like i like the robot kill i like the slot machine stuff i like all the gupta stuff but i think it is uh i think it is uh loretta's kill that really works for me. Just that entire thing is it's so over and... the top. The rhymes that <laughs> Warwick is saying as like she is blowing up, he's like, Oh, I'll make your boobs out to here and I'll put your butt out to there and your lips. Yeah. And he's just like, he's, he's having such a good time messing with this woman and yeah he's like knowing he's gonna kill her but he's having such a good time with it that i'm like this is a blast yeah this is an absolute blast and the other toss-up for me was uh the chainsaw kill at the end yeah oh yeah i love the fazio kill that's a great it looks good tony what's your what's the best scene in this movie so i I think the loretta kill is the best okay i think the fazio kill is the best looking one yeah oh but I, I just enjoy the, the Gupta stuff so much. Yeah, the the, the so battle fun. between those two. Yeah. It's an epic rivalry, and I, I wanted more of it. I'm going to... <laughs> we get a full movie? <laughs> I'm going to pick a small scene. I'm going to pick the Elvis scene. Okay. And why that works do, for me... Yeah. Well, why that yeah. works for me is, one, it is so, it's just so funny. And yeah. I'm guessing that's Warwick's actual Elvis impersonation. Yeah, yeah which oh, is yeah. great. And he does a great job with it. The Thank guy they much. get is like the perfect Vegas Elvis they get like he's the, so schlocky yeah. and over the time he comes out he's like oh it's a good looking costume player yeah. and he, he doesn't really sound like Elvis yeah. he's fun yeah uh, but what, what also stood out to me is that it's like the only scene 
in I think any of these movies where the leprechaun's not actively trying to like kill somebody. Yep. Like he actually has like companionship for a little bit. Like he like there's camaraderie between him and Elvis and he doesn't show any type of aggression towards the Elvis. I think he's just into Elvis. Yeah, and yeah. that's a, and and he and like I would have loved to see just a cut scene like later of like him at the bar like sitting next to the Elvis again and just like just uh, talking talking. you know what that is that's a post credits you just have like a little post credits and he's sitting there talking with Elvis because it it doesn't matter no no, it doesn't matter if we see the leprechaun die and then we see a post credit it doesn't matter because these movies are so over the top anyway like just show me them sitting at a bar and Warwick just like I don't know like have the leprechaun kind of I don't know how have him do like can't help falling in love or something. Yeah. Says, how you doing, King? You know, like, like how you doing, King? He's just like, why, man? He's just doing the whole thing. It'll be a blast. Yeah, I think that that to me, like that, really stood out to me because it's like when he does the spin and he's like kicking, he's doing the whole. Yeah. I mean, it's just because so he doesn't fun. really have like a friend or like any like anybody really. In the next I one, there's a little bit. I don't think he wants a friend. No, no, no. But, but <laughs> it's, it show. But he doesn't. The only people he plays off of are in the victim one. Yes. Right. So be able to have him somebody play off of in like somebody is just generally is having a good time with them or whatever. That yeah. to me really worked. It's like a five second scene. No, but I it agree really worked because for that. I, and well, I I think the reason he doesn't have aggression towards him is he only has aggression towards people that are trying to steal from him. Not really, because he in a way he, he, he he's ripped off people's fingers in the, in the street and grabs people's toes for no reason. Like, but they were disrespecting him. Hey, even the guy who gave, the guy who gave him a coin in the middle of the street, like in in the second one, he ripped his finger off. Like you know what the I mean. The guy like, was a little rude to him. <laughs> he kills the guy in the morgue in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy didn't do anything to him, and he killed him for no reason. That guy was a little. No, I'm <laughs> um, don't be yeah, in the morgue. Hey, don't be in the morgue if you don't want to die. Do we have a kill count for yes, this movie? It's. It, I'm it's gonna. Get, is it seven? It's seven. Okay. Seven. Name them. It's. It's Loretta, it's Gupta, it's Mitch, Mitch. it's the two goons. Art and Tony. Yeah. And it's the, the more guy. guy. Said. And who's the seventh one? Um, who I... Oh, it's Fazio. Yeah. So that's seven. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Up that kill count, baby. I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> yeah, the, most, the most before was five? It was five, five. in the second yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. So now they're up and they're up and I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, connectivity. How does this fit in with the rest of the franchise? It doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> it just does its own thing. Like, yeah, it always, it like all these movies do. It just yeah. does its own thing. That's the biggest flaw of this franchise. And I do think that is going to hurt it a little bit when we do the re- retrospective. In a way, um, and in a way, it might help it because you can have just moments of pure, like, just insanity and not have to worry about tying it in. Oh, for sure. I mean, franchise-wise, this isn't going to... No, but... Like, but I will say... It never was going to... But Leprechaun 3 has made its case, and and I think we're all going to be in agreement on this, is this this is probably going to be our number one movie. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, there's no doubt. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is probably going to be our number one movie. No, no, man, back to the hood, man. (laughs) Yeah, we'll (laughs) see. But I think this movie makes a really strong case for being the number one of this franchise, and that's enough. Yeah, this is a worthy continuation of the franchise. Hell yeah! Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, all right. Well, before we do the future of the franchise, Tony, do you have any casting or fun facts? I'm sure there's not much here. Mm, I, have, I have one thing. Yeah. Um, so in the commentary, Brian Trenchard Smith talked about how Jamie Lee Curtis's sister Kelly auditioned for the role of Loretta. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Like yeah. the the uh, squ- Scream Queen's uh, sister. Yeah. Well, I mean that that, that whole family is like a. Uh, Dynasty yeah, because they're, her, all, they're all actresses. Yeah, yeah, well, her mom was um, an actress, and she was mm-hmm. in Psycho. 
I think that's true. Yeah, yeah. she was in Psycho. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So wow. she, yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Huh. That's um, very I, cool. Any, but she auditioned and she didn't get the role because he said he couldn't figure out a way to make her less beautiful. Oh. Well, that's, yeah. that's very nice. Of that's a, is that a shot a nice at, uh, yeah, at Caroline Williams? <laughs> <laughs> you! We can ugly fire you, but you know. You, I can do stuff. <laughs> we don't even need to do stuff. We just, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> we got gotcha. you. Uh, all right, any uh, fun facts then? Uh, yep, we got quite a bit. It was filmed in 14 days at the Ambassador <laughs> Hotel in Los Angeles. 14 days! Are you guys familiar with the Ambassador Hotel? No, I don't. It's, it sounds I've heard familiar, but it's it, 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 a popular a, film site. Yeah, it's a it's a famous hotel and a popular filming location. Um, the Graduate, Pretty Woman, Forrest Gump, Rush Hour, mm. Almost Famous, Catch Me If You Can, and A Star Is Born was film were wow. filmed there. Wow, the Star Is Born, the newest one. I'm not sure. Or there's here's, four stars. Here's, I, I, yeah, here's I, I, the I don't think here's it was the newest one because gotcha. I, I think it went out. They knocked it it's down. It's gone now. Yeah. None of that is more interesting to me than the fact that this movie was shot in 14 days. Yeah. 14 days? Yeah. yeah. It's well, not even half a month. No. 14 days. Wow. Good Lord. So the gangster film Dillinger and Capote starring Martin Sheen was being filmed at the Ambassador <laughs> Hotel at the time. They couldn't get Martin Sheen to come in for the <laughs> no, That would have been nice. You couldn't just walk across and go, hey, Martin, we're shooting uh, shooting Leprechaun 3 over here. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. I like hey, he's, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I know Warwick. I'm in. Yeah. Hey, Martin, call your son Emilio. Let's get him in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Sheen would fit really well in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he would. He'd be a great. Oof. Oh, that's my... Uh... <laughs> oh, is that your... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. <laughs> so what the Ambassador Hotel was really known for was that's where... Uh, presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy was assassinated. Oh, oh yeah, that, wow. that's why it's yeah. familiar. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, RFK was shot and killed in the hotel's main kitchen where they actually filmed the morgue scene in Leprechaun 3. Oh, talk about a fun fact. Oh, man. Talk about a fun fact. <laughs> Brian Trenchard Smith didn't know it was going to work out that way, and he regrets it. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I wouldn't regret it because it's like it just happened, yeah. right? Like there's nothing you can do. You can't stop everything because a tragedy happened yeah. somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people on set claim this all ghosts at the hotel. Okay. I don't know. Okay. 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 It's like the Wizard of Oz munchkin thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That guy hung himself. Nah, it was, a, it was a bird. It was. <laughs> well, now people say that, that, that it actually was a munchkin and they, they CGI'd the bird in. Okay. Afterwards, I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. I will believe my version. <laughs> that was a hanging munchkin. Uh, during one of their takes, Caroline Williams slammed the door on John Demita's finger and severed the top of it. Ooh, ooh, jeez, yeah, that hurts. hurt. That's why you see uh, Fazio wearing gloves at the end of the movie. Oh, that makes sense. That's tough. Warwick, out of character, and his wife made a final franchise cameo at the slot machines when. Scott first entered the casino. Oh, that's interesting. That's fun. That's yeah. fun. I kind of now want to go back and look yeah, at it. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I told you guys to look out for it. Yeah, I didn't Yeah, see you it. did say to do that. I Yeah, no, I gotta. I, maybe I'll go back. I'll just Google it. I'll Google it. Okay. Warwick Davis, Leprechaun 3. I'm sure you can pop it right up. And uh, Andrew, you uh, hit the nail on the head with this one. After two weeks of filming at the Ambassador Hotel, Warwick flew out to Las Vegas for one night only to film on the Strip. He and the camera crew jumped in and out of the van to steal shots. Oh, there you go. Real style. I love. I hope they were calls to the police that time that night. Going, there's a leprechaun. I I love when movies do that. I love when they're like, look, we need exterior shots. We're just gonna go steal the footage and we're gonna make it happen. And the fact that work was like, yeah, okay, like dress me up and let me just go. Like I, I, oh, that's amazing. That makes 
the stuff on the street even better. Yeah. Because they're literally breaking the law and he's running around going, Oh, the lucky shamrock. <laughs> like it's just so much. That's amazing. Yeah. And some people did realize that it was a leprechaun movie they were filming and they asked to be extras in it. So oh, that's pretty they cool. got free extras. There, and there's scenes during that where you can literally see people looking directly yeah. Yeah. into yeah. the camera lens. They'll look you, at him and then they look at the camera lens and you're like, you're yeah. like, they stole those shots. You kind right? of mentioned it. I don't know if it's the same thing per se, but like, you know, like Ghostbusters have like when they're running down the street, how a lot right, of it's right. You can kind of see people turning around and looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first shot they did though. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if this is true or not. I, I, yeah. I, if you got off the internet, you, you never know. Yeah. That's, that's, our rule is, I always say, allegedly. Yeah, yeah allegedly. <laughs> okay, so allegedly, this and this kind of, this, if it's true, it kind of disappoints me because we talked about uh, Brian Trenchard Smith uh, giving a shout or a, a jab at the American healthcare system. Yeah. And um, apparently this was a non-union movie to save money. Oh. So, oh, that's... Okay. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, that's not, so that's like, not, as a lefty. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go out of your way to take shots at the American, you know, healthcare system, and then you're not going to follow like union rules or whatever, yeah. like you know, eh. what I mean, non-union actors? Yeah, well, just like you know, not paying the you yeah. know they probably paid ch- like really cheap and yeah, yeah like not yes. didn't take care of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's probably that's I mean that's the bad thing. Um, I, it, it, but at the same time, this is a Leprechaun Three. No, but that's a direct-to-video movie. I think, like you said, that it's it's the fact that he went out of his way to comment on how one thing is messed up. Yeah. But then he can't follow through on his own thing. We're if he all, if he didn't all, make those comments, we're all contradictions. Things happen. <laughs> you know. Let's just be happy. He commented on the American healthcare system. We can't have everything yeah. all at once, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. We can't have everything all at once. I want it. I want everything <laughs> everywhere all at once. <laughs> <laughs> all right there was a deleted bunch of snowflakes around here no i'm just kidding i'm, <laughs> I'm kidding i'm kidding uh, there was a deleted scene where uh, a hooker approached the leprechaun oh my god and offered him a golden shower oh no warwick was uncomfortable with the scene and they scrapped it. did they film the scene they, they filmed so it. can you find the scene somewhere no, i don't believe so this was like was the, wait was the hooker uh cast in the movie yeah, well, they filmed the scene. This was like, they talked about like, in the camp. Okay, no, I wasn't sure if this was like a random hooker just walked up. Uh, no, 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 And she no, was no, like, no. oh, do you want a golden shower? Yeah. And then Warwick was like, yeah, yeah no, no. no. Like, um, yeah, that's really funny, actually. That also speaks to just Warwick being a sweet guy. Yeah. Because it, it sounds like with all these movies, his wife is on set with him. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like he was kind of like, ah, I don't think my wife would like that. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. you know, let's cut that. That's a good point. Tammy Larson actually quit acting after this movie. Wow! Yeah, because I was looking at—that's a shame. Yeah. I was looking at the cast list, and that is a not shame. really much there. So, is there a reason why, or she I just wasn't able to find a reason? I wonder if it was. Just I wonder maybe, if, like, did she quit acting, or did she transition to something else? Like, they even mentioned it in the commentary how wow. she quit acting. Well, that's I, a shame. I know, like, you know, we talked. Maybe about, she just doesn't like it. I think we mentioned on here too that sometimes, like. Actors will leave acting, but they'll stay in you know the film filmmaking or. Well, we just talked recently. We just talked recently yeah. about Alex Winter doing that. Yeah, for exactly. Bill and Ted. Bill and, and he was very active in the first two movies, 
and he did a little thing in 93, but then he ended up transitioning yeah, into, like, behind-the-scenes role. Oh, people think because the person's not on screen anymore, I haven't seen the person in a movie or a TV show, like, oh, they're, they, they had they're a just, they've career, just gone. they're gone. Yeah, they're just gone. And I'm not saying that very well, she might have just decided to go and live a normal life, but, like, sometimes they become a writer or a producer or set I feel or like we I feel or, like we would have been able to find that. Well, if, it, it, she so could have been any, it could have been, like, you know, could have been trade, like, she could have been a costume member right. or a makeup right. artist. Who or knows? Something. You know, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Let's, let's find out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try I'm to say. Or she just could have just gone to live a normal life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what it is. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll yep. find her on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. We'll find her. I know we mentioned it last week, but this is Warwick's favorite film in the series because of the humor. I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I'm with him. And lastly, Leprechaun Three was the highest-grossing direct-to-video movie of 1995, selling over 100,000 copies. So it's the number one. Yeah. So that really it makes a case well. for it. It makes a case for it. it. Okay. Well. Never mind then. Hundred thousand is that's that's good then. Good for yeah. it. Good job, Leprechaun Three. And that's all I got. All right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, so let's just say, like, you know, I, well, I actually did the math this time. Right? Okay. Let's say, and I don't know how what they're selling the videos for, but they sold the if they sold a hundred thousand copies, they sold twenty dollars. That's two million dollars. It wow. makes the money back. So it makes the money yeah, back. That makes you know the money I mean? back. That's so, a success. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, let's talk about the future of the franchise. Should there have been a sequel to this? To this yes, specific this movie. movie. Yes, yes. 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 I do think there's a lot more. Yeah. I would like to see more. Uh, but what do you want to see in the future? I think you stick with the idea of putting them in, of putting Leprechaun in kind of these crazy cities yeah. that kind of have this reputation. I know Vegas is like the one people talk about the most, but maybe you kind of go the direction. Maybe you kind of just do what The Hangover 2 did and you put Leprechaun in Thailand or something. Oh, God, no. Right? Like, what the hell, right? Yeah. Like, you put him in Thailand. Maybe put him in Hong Kong. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. That's a great city. Put him in Philadelphia. Put him He'll in Philadelphia. Yeah, put him in Philadelphia. <laughs> Have him run around the streets of Philly. He'll get snowballs thrown at him. Get shot at. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, I haven't met an Eagles game, you know? <laughs> oh jeez, yeah. Have him run on the field during an Eagles game. That's People really love him because of the green. They're like, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm really surprised that this franchise has never like put Leprechaun in like New York City. Yeah, like why isn't he in New York City? If Jason can take Manhattan, so can the Leprechaun. <laughs> if Jason can take Manhattan, the Leprechaun can take Manhattan. Yeah, I, th- I say just put him in another city, like yeah. like New York would. Probably be the obvious answer because yeah. they kind of already done L.A. in a weird weird yeah. way, and Vegas works. But New York, man, have yeah. him just run around Manhattan. Uh, random people, he just pokes them in the leg as he runs by and goes, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, I'm in." Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, Tony, what would you like to see in the future? Well, there, there there was a lot of ideas kicking around at this time that almost happened that we'll talk about in the retrospective. In the retrospective. And I know um, you kind of mentioned and, some of those ideas. Yeah, too, and, I, and I have personal like. You know, preferences, wishes, yeah, for, for it, but yeah, just more fish out of water things would yeah. would be. That's what I. If I had just seen the third movie, that's what I would want next. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I yeah, I I think you're you guys nailed it, and, and yeah, Vegas, Philly, New York, uh, you know, international. Oh, Leprechaun goes to Australia, right? Like. With something just over the top and ridiculous. Leprechaun and, in Tokyo. Yeah, you know what I mean, and just and yeah. just him with the different cultures and different things, and let's just see the fish completely the fish out of water story, and like that's really what I want. Yeah, yeah. that's what we all want. Not 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 space. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> a real place, please. Uh, what franchise star would you add to this franchise? Uh, Tony, I think I stole yours, so why don't you go? Yeah, ahead? I'm gonna go with Charlie Sheen. Um, um, I, I, that's a really great choice, that, by the way. That would have, and we talked about Denise Richards last week. Almost uh, getting the role of Bridget. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Um, 
It would be it'd be fun to see in a casino. You're going with Charlie. I'm going to go with the other one. I'm going to go with Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. <laughs> That's a good choice. Kind of in the vein of Charlie Sheen as well. But, you know, these guys were on a show together. I'm taking John Cryer. <laughs> John Cryer yeah, would work. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be fun in this. He was, and he was around. He, he was like around. He was like the 80s, like the he 80s in, guy. He was in one of the Superman movies. He was in one of the Superman movies, yeah, and he no. does, and, he's, and he's, he was like Lex Luthor Jr. or something like that in the Superman movie. And then he's yeah, currently, he's saying, but he's, he's, he's currently, yeah. he's the other guy in Two and a Half Men. Oh, oh man. <laughs> and funny <laughs> enough, John Cryer is playing the actual Lex Luthor yeah, on, on the CW yeah, stuff. CW shows, yeah. Was he, I, I don't was he think in a horror movie? Probably, yeah. He he's was probably in, done a few. He was in some of the John Hughes stuff, I think, right? He did a lot of the Hughes stuff. He was uh, Pretty in Pink. Yeah. was a big one for him. I don't know what, I know Pretty in Pink was big. Um, but I, 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 look, I don't know John Cryer's film career. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. follow him, yeah, I but know, like, he's I, the, I know he's he the second John man in Two and a Half Men. He was big, now. he was big in the 80s. Yeah, well, he does Lex Luthor and the, like, the yeah. Superman stuff, so he did. Well, I think all that stuff is yeah. ending, so it'll probably yeah, grow his yeah. hair back pretty soon. <laughs> CW Universe is gone. It'll be gone very soon. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so John Cryer, that's who I'll take. I think it's good. I think, I think it's neat. It's ranking. Yeah, uh, I want, I want, uh, Emilio, and I want Emilio, uh, in every movie, but between every movie, I want him to mysteriously disappear and not mention why he's gone. Well, <laughs> is that why he didn't coach in the third one? Yeah. That's why he's not coaching in season two of the yeah. Mighty Ducks. We were talking about that in the... Um, oh, at camp! Yeah, okay. The, yeah, we were talking about that, about you know how Emilio is, or, or specifically um, Gordon Bombay is just a terrible, terrible person. Terrible I person. can't wait to talk about that one day. Oh, yeah, we got three films. Let's rank these films. So, uh, I mean, this is pretty easy. Number three? Leprechaun. Yes. Number two, Leprechaun two, and number one, Leprechaun three. They're just getting better. Yeah, they're just, they're getting, just getting better. better. All right, well, that was Leprechaun three, but we're not done yet. Unfortunately, uh, we're still here, uh, still looking for that pot of gold, and we're going to talk about Leprechaun four in space. We're going to f- space, lad. <laughs> <laughs> When I heard in space, the first thing I thought was that old Muppets sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pigs in space. Yeah. Pigs well, in space. Before, you know, like mo- like months ago when we were talking about doing this and, and you know, we'd already established we were going to do Leprechaun for, for March. Uh-huh. You were like, do you do force f***ing in space? <laughs> yes, yes, I am aware. <laughs> I didn't know. And uh, to me that was new and I went, oh, well, that should be an interesting watch. And uh, boy, was it. It was. Um, well, it's I, funny because when I heard In Space, and I don't know if you thought this, because uh-huh. obviously, Tony, you're familiar with it. I thought it was going to be like, kind of like Jason In Space. Well, I never saw that one either, but like, kind of like, okay, it's, and I guess ultimately it kind of is, but like, I thought it was going to be more like, as weird as it may sound, grounded in reality, where it's like just the leprechaun on like the International Space Station. Yeah. Oh, just kind of wrecking havoc. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like somehow he got there where they find like, I don't know, space gold or something like that. <laughs> Instead right. of like an actual science fiction movie. Movie. Where they're on like this ship flying in twenty ninety eight or whatever. I think twenty ninety six, I think is what it is. Yeah. And it's yeah. flying through the gal we have no idea where. Do they where. say the year in the movie? Yes, twenty ninety six. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and it's flying through space. I, I I'll be honest with you guys. I skip through like the opening credits if it's just the credits. Like if it's just the names, like I just skip through it. Yeah. Um, so you didn't really, to, you didn't yeah. really watch the whole movie. No, I watched the movie, <laughs> but I started with when the movie starts. It doesn't matter. After this. <laughs> Look, I uh, we said right at the top of this episode, there's a movie we really liked, and there's a movie we didn't like so much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, based off of. Uh, our Leprechaun 3 just, 
I think you can pretty much piece together this yeah. is the one that we didn't like as much. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to get into those reasons why. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of reasons why this doesn't work. Yeah. But I, I'm really... This was a disappointing watch for me. Yeah. I well, was I was kind of holding out hope. I was like, maybe it's just silly enough that it'll work. Well, I guess... But it, it throws so much out the window of what makes Leprechaun work that it's just like... This was misguided. Yeah. Very misguided. I think, like I said, like if they did like uh, him just aboard like the International Space Station... That like, probably would have worked. That probably would have worked better. Yeah. It's the fact that they're so invested... And I get what they're doing. In the sci-fi but element. But they're so invested in the sci-fi element and telling this like sci-fi story like it's some type of interesting like Star Wars or Star Trek movie. There's literally a and lightsaber in this movie. And it's not. It's not that. And yeah. it, it feels so discounted. And again... I get it. It's an homage. You're trying to pay... It's supposed to be the send-up to yeah, these send-up to those things, but it doesn't work. It just feels like a discounted... Like, and, you know, I said to you, Tony, I actually asked, and I was going to save this for the writer, but I'll just say it here. I asked you if, like, if you found any information of if they just took an old sci-fi script and just put Leprechaun in there. Because that's what it felt like. And I get that that's the point that they're trying to do, but, like, it felt like they found... Here's a movie we never made about space marines. There's an alien. Take out the alien, and we'll put a lepre- we'll put leprechaun in, and that's it. Bro, bro, bro. We're marines. <laughs> we can do anything. I'm a marine. We can do anything. We're well, more than I went out of life. I'm a space marine. Do you, do you have a count on how many times they say like we're marines no, or no, I'm no. a marine? Because I was like watching this movie, and it got to a point where I went, "How many times have they said they're marines?" I'm like, I know what they are. I'm like, why do they keep saying it? And I don't know if that was supposed to be like a joke. For the movie, like they're like, oh, we'll just have them keep saying they're Marines. But at some point, it didn't feel like a joke. It felt like the writing literally was like, oh, we can handle it. We're Marines. And it was almost like this, like, I don't know, like they were trying to be like, oh, yeah, Marines are so cool. Marines are so cool. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like how they just keep saying <laughs> I don't like how they just keep saying it. Please stop. Yeah, it just like, it was like over, it was just over and over and over again. I'm like, we get it. We get their Marines. So, the main movie they're parodying in this movie is Aliens, which came out in 1986. Yeah, it makes sense because... I don't don't know if they say that in that movie or... Uh I I don't know if that's a thing. Gotcha. But, you know, instead of the the chest explosion, it's a... explosion like yeah. it, it makes sense that like, would make sense yeah, yeah i haven't seen aliens in a long time so i'm not sure aliens or aliens three and no or alien is it alien or aliens well he said 1986 so it's I not the first th- i thought it was aliens it's aliens so yeah. 86 sense. Okay, makes so sense. That's yeah. second movie yeah um i haven't seen that movie in a long time i've never so seen maybe it, so maybe yeah. that's maybe that they do say it a lot in that movie probably but it well, is it, it's oversaid a lot in this movie yeah. to the point where i'm like i know I know. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I, I think. I think it is probably intentional, and like that's probably. But yeah, it is. It's annoying. It's annoying. Yeah. yeah I just think. I think they're so invested. Like it, it, it did feel like they just took this old script and just threw in a leprechaun. They don't even mention that he's a f-ing leprechaun in this movie. Yeah. And that really bothered me. Yeah. I agree. And I don't, I'm guessing that was intentional. Yeah. I, um, they just kept calling they, him a monster. An they, alien. They, an alien. alien. Yeah. Yeah. So they call him. Alien, monster, and bastard, or a combination of the three. Hmm. Yeah, they never, but they never call him. They ne- they never reference the yeah. fact that he's a. That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah, that right. that that it's you're supposed to be like, why is there a f-ing leprechaun? Right. Literally, a big character arc in the first movie is the fact that Ozzy is going around telling everybody that there's a leprechaun and everybody's making fun of him for there being a leprechaun. Yeah, and the reveal, like in Vegas, there's a leprechaun running around Vegas. It's supposed to be part. Of the of the lore of it all, and the fact that they're just ignoring it, and choosing to go with with alien, 
You know, I mean, I'm, I'm at least I'm glad they didn't do like that. There's an alien leprechaun race. Like at least there wasn't yeah. that. Like, yeah, you know I was, what I mean. I was but, kind of worried it was going to go in that direction, but honestly, I I I don't even think that the leper that leprechaun is like the alien figure in this movie because we get freaking mitten spider, oh my God. which is the real alien yeah, in this yeah. movie. I would say that's probably the closest thing to an alien I've seen in a long time. Yeah, but um, yeah, th- look, this movie. It, it doesn't work. It's kind of a yeah, mess. To me, it didn't it's, really it's, work. It's yeah. a little too invested in the idea of being this send-up to sci-fi films. And it just, to me, kind of just shoots itself in the foot yeah. more than it does like help the franchise. Well, we talk about how there is a small a small but diehard fan base of Leprechaun for yes. the Leprechaun franchise, yes. right? I think that there's even a sub... Like there has to be crossover to well, Tony, the sci-fi. Tony is part of the yeah, small. Yeah. But there has to be a there's like a subsection of that already small <laughs> fan base oh. that is like die hard about this movie. I don't know if I'm right about that. Yes, yes, sir. But like, to, oh, you're not one of those. No, people. I am not one. Okay. Of them. Yes, I, I enjoyed this movie for Warwick and Warwick alone. Yeah, there's a crossover between the people who love cheap, cheesy. Yes. D-list sci-fi action movies uh-huh. like from the 70s and the 80s right. and the people who love the Leprechaun franchise yeah. and they cross over and they're probably over the moon about this. Yeah. But yeah. for somebody who like, I like sci-fi but I'm not a huge sci-fi guy. Like, I You've like never Star been a Wars. sci-fi guy. I yeah. like sci-fi. I like loose sci-fi. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not I'm like... So, I didn't mean to insult you. How, How dare you? I'm walking off the set. The way you just, you looked so insulted and you went, I'm not a bad guy. I'm like sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to insult you. I didn't mean to insult you. I'm Keep sorry. Keep my sci-fi interest <laughs> out your mouth. Smack him. Yeah, you smacked me. Oh, okay. man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, oh, no, I, I like sci-fi, but I don't, I don't. I like sci-fi blended in with reality more. Uh-huh. Like I like things like that are a little bit more realistic. Like I, you know, I like how even like Star Wars is all these alien creatures, but mixed with humans and uh-huh. their interactions, right? And I just felt like this was just I don't know. The, to me, this was too over the top and too much. And then, but also. They they're too serious. Like they're 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 playing it like they are in a sci-fi movie, and not this D you know and that's horror why it, movie. That's why it doesn't work is because it takes itself. It plays it serious again. Yeah. And as we learned from Leprechaun Three, that's probably you playing it serious is what you shouldn't do. They needed Scott going, going around eating taters. Like going, that's what yes, they, you know. going into the ridiculousness as we talked about with Leprechaun Three is what makes this work. Yeah. Taking itself too seriously is where it hurt, where this franchise always hurts itself, and you can see it in this movie because yeah. it, I mean I, I was I was very turned off a lot through this movie, and yeah. I was just like I don't know why they made this. Like yeah. I can't believe I I'm surprised Warwick said yes. I was like this is really like a struggle to get yeah. through, and. Yeah. It, yeah, and just even the setting alone just feels very off. Like, being on this, like, spaceship feels very off. Yeah. Like, none of the set design was that interesting to me. Yeah, it's boring. And I was just it's like, so boring. I, and it, every time it would cut away to that bad CGI ship <laughs> flying through space that, like, looked like it was out of, com- like, a, 90, a computer game. Like, a computer yeah. game. And I was like, I don't know what's happening here. And I was like, why did they make this choice? I feel like I should take my discount, put in the Oregon trail. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a very strange movie, but yeah. I'm, I'm excited to kind of dive in more and, and, and really talk about it. Tony, but do you have any information about Warwick Davis's opinion on this movie? Have you ever seen uh, any, any, I'd say, even if you don't like, if you like, 
I know you've like seen watched interviews and stuff. I don't know if he's ever I, talked I about like, this I movie. Like I think that everyone involved in it kind of like jokes around about it's, how it's, it's like, bad. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Um, all right. Well, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, let's. You want to go? You guys want to kind of just run through this one pretty much? Like, I mean, we'll talk about stuff. Yeah. But, There's things I want to talk about, but yeah, we can. We can yeah. definitely. If anything, we just need to talk about right. the mistakes. Yeah. So, well, please. let's hit with the, the release date. February twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. Oddly no. enough, that works. Well, there, there is a there's a that means there's a two year gap. There is a two year, two gap. year gap. I thought or this was a, like a year and a half or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Directed. Who directed this movie? We already mentioned, but who directed this movie? Brian Chetrit Smith. So returning from the third movie, the first returning director we've yes. had yet. Yes. And I think the only returning director, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, of he this doesn't come back franchise. for the other ones. No. No. Yeah. So, so this guy comes back for this movie. I think I, I understand why, and I think it's Warwick uh, seemed very high on like had a three. high opinion of yeah, him of did. three, yeah. and I'm wondering if that was why he came back for four because there was a really good working relationship there, and he's like, hey, let's do four yeah. together. I mean, and as far it, as a directing job goes, it's I, fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Right? Like, it, I think my biggest problem is more with the writing than it is the direction for sure, of the movie, for sure. and I think that. The, the 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 elements like as far as a sci-fi movie goes, it has the right elements, right? The special effects or the makeup looks interesting. They right? capture like, the elements yeah, of a sci-fi movie. Yeah, exactly. That's what's it's just, but I, I I think like he does a fine job. But yeah, I think my biggest problem is, and we can talk about it next, is is, is the the writing. So who who wrote this movie? Dennis Pratt. Yeah. So I Chris think, Pratt's brother. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. That's not true. I don't uh, know that. Slater. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that. Um, that that this is like I said, this is my biggest this, problem with the movie. This doesn't work. Yeah. I whatever script this he this picked like, out an old seventies sci fi movie. He dusted it off the script. He either, put in Leprechaun. Either he copy paste and yeah, no, Leprechaun. You're right. Either he did that, or this was something he wrote a while ago. Could never get it made, and then somehow got this to the Leprechaun guys, and they yeah. were like, "Oh yeah, we can make this," and yeah. then they just made it. I mean, this script is so weak. Yeah, like I, I was just not impressed at all with anything. The dialogue is boring. The story is boring. Yeah. There's really just there's nothing here. Even if you're there's going, nothing here. Even if you're going to do things like if 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 the marine saying marine a lot is a reference or a to, joke, yeah, a joke or a reference to all these movies, you need to make it a little bit more clear for general audiences, right? I think you need yes. to you need to. There's a way to do specific parodies of stuff mm-hmm. but also tie it in so the general audience can watch it and I not agree. be like what is this in reference to you know what i mean yeah instead so. of constantly doing the same joke over and over and taking itself so seriously like there's a way to do that marine joke like if they were going to hammer that line specifically like they do in this movie over mm-hmm. and over and over you should probably like up the ridiculous factor each time you do it yeah and to then- the point where like the last one is like don't worry. And then he looks directly into the camera and goes, we're Marines. Yeah. And like, that would be funny. Yeah. And I would go, okay, it's in on the A joke. sound effect yeah. every time they say the word Marine. Yeah. Like every right? like, <laughs> we're Marines. We're Marines. Yeah, we're, like, like, like that would be funny because you're like, okay, like now I'm, they, they're in on the joke. It, this works. But it's, it's a gun that they just We're Marines. <laughs> yeah. It, like that would be really funny. But it's the fact that they're just dropping it randomly. There's no build up to it. Yeah. They just say it randomly. Yeah. And they're taking themselves so seriously when they say it. And you're like, I just, I just don't think this is fun. Yeah, it's just said so many times. It's not fun. So no. yeah, I don't, it's a poorly written script. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, Tony, you have anything to say about the about the the script or the or the writer? Yeah, um, well, the the first half of the movie, in my opinion, is just, just brutal and it's a chore to get through. It is. It really yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. And then 
you know, the second half, it, it gets better towards the end of the movie. I, like, I mean, there's there's certain things that I like that we can talk about. But, yeah, uh, and we will. Overall, overall, it's a flop for me. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you, you mentioned, and we'll talk about when we do the cast, like, like Warwick Davis is obviously a standout still because yeah. we like seeing him, but they don't even give him that much play. Yeah. And they, they try to play him like a monster yeah. where he's in the shadows half the time. Yeah. And, and the joyous nature of the third movie is that he's out and about running around the streets of Vegas in your face. They're Interacting not hiding. with people. Yeah, they're not hiding yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, all right, well, how about budget? What's the budget for this movie? Uh, $1.6 million. Yeah, a little bit more. After yeah, that, a little bit more, a little bit more. One, but yeah. look, I, I, I guess... <laughs> they blew it all on those CGI I, effects. <laughs> <laughs> they blew it all on the, the computer game spaceship flying through space, I so, guess. So, uh, <laughs> CGI, they had uh, a budget of $80,000. Oh, oh, that makes God, sense. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I mean, they pulled that shit right out of a computer game. <laughs> I mean that is like that makes well, sense. Well, it's funny you say that. Uh, oh, uh, Brian? No, well, no, they did. They did. <laughs> but, uh, Bri- <laughs> Brian Trenchard Smith. This is the bit. It's a, It's his biggest criticism of the movie is CGI. Yeah, and he refers to it as below PlayStation. Yeah, it is. You know what? Yeah. At least he is yeah, aware. He's aware. At least yeah. he's. Well, aware. that's the thing, and that especially at the time, that's not his job, right? Yeah. Like. That's a computer-generated effect. That's a team. There's a team for that, right? There's and, a CGI team. For yeah, that. and yeah. they need. And, and and again, that's not their fault. But like when you only have 1.6 million dollars, it's not there in the budget yeah. to and do for, that. And for 1997, I mean, CGI, CGI technology is around at this time. Yeah, there's things they could have done. They're you're probably better off though at this point though, f- putting a camera at a at a PlayStation or a TV screen while yeah. PlayStation is playing. <laughs> yeah, and just filming yeah. that. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. You could have just done that. Um, and I'm guessing there's no box office here. No. No box, no box office. office. Do you have information on the sales? No, I don't. Now, yeah, no. I can't. It probably didn't do too Nobody much. bought this one. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> bought um, this one. How about one. the Rotten Tomatoes scores? So we have a critic score of 17% and a audience score there's of 21%. There's actually a critic score. Why is there a critic score for this one and not Leprechaun 3? <laughs> what the hell? I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Okay, look. I, 17 to me is way too high. Way too high. Way too high. 21% is way too high. <laughs> 21% I almost understand more because of that diehard fan base you yeah. just mentioned. And I feel like... The those, subsection the of the subsection, subsection. But I feel like that subsection is the one that's coming out and saying, yeah. oh, it's a good movie. And, you know, as we've kind of learned through this podcast, there is power in those small little uh, fan bases. Yeah. You know, there there can those fan bases can have a lot of power. Yeah, you're as right. we'll talk about one day, uh, the Snyderverse fans. Oh, God. But I will say 17% for critics is very shocking to me. I thought this yeah. would have been like in the single digits, yeah. right? Like, yeah. you think this would be a single digit movie. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about the cast. So, I'm, I'm going to... We have... There's quite a large cast here. I'm going to read everybody, but honestly, like, we might... Like when as we go through them, we're probably gonna blow through this pretty quickly. There's not a lot of people here to talk about. To talk, yeah, really. There's talk, a speci- yeah. there's specific people. To yeah, talk near about, the top, there's the more top. to talk yeah. about. But yeah, so we have starring Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun, Brent Jaz- Jasmine as Staff Sergeant Books Malloy, Jessica Collins as Doctor Tina Reeves, Rebecca Carlton as Princess Zerlina, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. as Private Sticks, Tim Closerly as Master Sergeant Metalhead Hooker. Guy Sinner as Dr. Mittenhand slash Mitten Spider. Gary Grossman as Harold. Mike Canizo as Private Danny O'Grady. Debbie Dunning as Private Dolores Costello. Jeff Mead as Private Kowalski. Rick Peters as Private Mooch. And Lad York as Private Lucky. Okay, so um, I just look. want to blow through the 
the privates yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the the lower ranked marines Private and Lucky, cast in general. Don't even know who this is. I don't how did I don't he's even the uh lightsaber guy. Oh okay, he's the oh, one that dies, dies very early, quickly. Dies Gets early. To, yeah. Nothing there. Okay, they get to use a lightsaber, that's fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and do they they say the word lightsaber? No, uh, the, no, I thought no. they did. But it's, yeah. it's oh, very so, it, uh, the thing opens. And oh, it's you know, clearly in the back, Wikipedia but... summary, they describe it as a lightsaber, and I was surprised that even then that they could get away with yes. that because I know they don't say it in the movie, but obviously, lightsaber I'm sure is copyrighted to hell. I'll tell you right now, so. that's Warwick cashing in a favor with George. Lucas. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Hey, George, <laughs> can we use this? Let me use that lightsaber." Uh, Rick Peters is Private Mooch. All I remember is that. He space just, suit. yeah. Well, he's the one that dies in the spacesuit, yeah. right? Yeah, the contamination. Yeah, he sure. eats a lot of stuff. They call him a mooch, right? Great. That's all I got. Good stuff. Um, Jeff Mead as Private Kowalski. We have a little bit to say about this guy. One, uh-huh. uh huh. Tony brought this to our attention. <laughs> uh, Jeff Mead apparently had a a, a smallish role in uh, a legendary movie on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, the our, best movie on this podcast. The best movie that, according to our rankings, that we've ever talked about, and that is, my friend, that is Fast Five. Uh, Fast Five. He played a, a, I believe, I looked it up. He played one of the Hobbs's men on his team. Nice. Uh, I believe yeah. his name was like McCroy or whatever, and he Makes dies. Sense. He dies when the, the the tanks and stuff blow up. Cool. The, the cars blow up. Good for him. Uh, so I guess congratulations to him. We're gonna Jeff throw Mead, him in the subsection of the franchise me Hall of Fame. You're in. Um, but here. He also has um, probably the <laughs> best death in the movie. Right? Probably the best death in the movie. Uh, yeah. um, probably, probably my scene of the movie. Um, <laughs> like the leprechaun. Well, he. They, first off, they killed the leprechaun. They killed the leprechaun early on. He pissed on the leprechaun. Yes, he's on the body, and then you kind of see the the, the, the essence or yeah. the spirit of the leprechaun. Uh, go inside his uh, pee-pee hole. His urine to his re- urethra. Go, yeah, going, it goes in through the, the urine, into the urethra. <laughs> and the guy's just walking around. And you can kind of see him kind of like, oh, oh. And he gets into kind of a uh, sexual. A, a, situ- a sexual situation with a Debbie Do- or a Debbie. Dolores, hmm? Do- uh, who we'll talk about in a second. And during that uh, encounter, she starts reaching down and he starts groaning in pain. And well, first like, pleasure oh, and then first pain. First pleasure yeah. and then it becomes pain. He's like, oh, what the hell is that? He's like, stop, stop, stop. Uh, he then falls down. Becomes very becomes gro- very gorged. Gorge. And the leprechaun. And then Warwick Davis jumps out of his d- Yes, Warwick Davis what was the line comes uses? out of his Oh, I forget. And he says, let that be a lesson to you, lads. Always use a prophylactic. Yes, <laughs> yes. And Warwick Davis, the leprechaun, uh, comes right out of his d- um, and it's pretty amazing, and it's yeah. a great, great. It's it like you yeah. texted me. It's probably the best entrance he's ever had. Yeah, yeah, it's the best uh, way to hit for him like, into the movie. It's really, yeah. it's really a great scene, and that was probably one of the very only times I was entertained by this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that good, but it's very good. So yeah. yeah. Uh, then we have um, Debbie Dunning as Private Dolores Costello. Yeah, she. You know, the one thing that you brought this to my attention, Tony, I didn't realize it's listed here that she was on Home Improvement, and nice. she had like a pretty major. Yeah, well, she, she, she was the host of Tool Time, or not yeah, the, the hostess. She was like the, the uh, announcer girl on yeah. Tool Time. Oh, yeah. after that's cool. Pam Anderson did yeah. it for a while, and then she her character yeah. left. I forget the character's name, right? But she was the one that like she so replaced she, it. Yeah, she, okay, she was cool, there cool, cool. for a, a, a while. Nice, yeah. nice. She was like on the 196 episodes. Yeah. Wow, so, yeah. Debbie Dunning. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then here, she's fine. 
She look, she's fine. She does. She does doesn't make scene. it. She gets thrown off the ledge. She right? gets thrown yeah, off the she, ledge. She actually yeah. kill or kills the leprechaun. She thinks she kills the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, she, I got him. Yeah. yeah, and then she gets thrown off yeah. the, ledge. the ledge. Yep. And that's anything it. about anything? No. 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 Yeah, that's that's how this is gonna be. Um, then we have Mike Canizo as Private Danny O'Grady. I don't know which he, one is this. He's, he's the one who gets tricked in, by the leprechaun to. Oh, he's the, the one. That, oh, yeah, Danny boy. He's the yeah, one that he's trying boy. to make a team oh, with them. Danny boy. Yeah. Fives are calling for you. And then the, th- the yeah. block falls I thought on that him. Yeah. was pretty creepy, him singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, yeah, yeah, we mentioned the, yeah. the use of music in this yeah. with the first one. It's very kids creepy. and stuff. Yeah, yeah it can be yeah. very creepy. Just very quickly, Tony, thank God you're here to actually tell us which each one of these guys yeah. are. <laughs> if this were just Ryan and I, would be like, I don't remember which one this guy is. I don't know. He does something. Something happens. He dies. Gary Grossman is Harold. Uh, okay, we can talk a little bit about this yeah. guy because he's got a, a, a somewhot substantial role. Not substantial, but very small. This, to me, almost like this guy and the next guy we're going to talk about. I texted you this. Feels almost like Dr. Evil to me. Yeah. Like, it comes yeah. off very Dr. Evil and it feels like this guy is just like the assistant to that. Well, this was and 97, this guy gave, right? This guy when was off. Austin Powers? It was right 90s, around... 97, but... Later in 97. Yeah, later in 97. Later in yeah. So this guy, Dr. Evil, before... Uh, Mike Myers, Doctor Evil. Yeah. But I wonder, did that character come out? I think that character SNL. was on SNL before. Yeah. Was it on though? SNL I think or like a, like a prototype, a prototype that might not have been it. called Doctor Evil? I think, yeah. yeah, I have I have all that for the record. I think it's just but... coincidence, so I don't think they were trying to copy off of it. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's gonna hear. Oh, I f***ed up again. <laughs> Drink a little too much Irish whiskey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but um, so this guy, yeah, he's got like the he's got like a creepy presence, kind of. He's like the creepy scientist. Jameson. Um, oh, his death is pretty cool. Yeah, he's, so, he gets slapped in the face with, with the yeah the tray, the yeah, tray, and sla- like, oh the, the great the, face. I will say, yeah, the yeah. the flat face was a yeah. great, great yeah. looking thing. I was like, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like the flat face. So yeah, he gets a cool death. But yeah, this guy gave me kind of like it's it's not on this level. I want to be very clear. He's nowhere near this level. But he gave off Rick Moranis vibes. Yeah, a little bit, a, a little, little bit. bit. He's little nowhere bit. near Dis- Rick Moranis. Discount, discount, discount. Yeah, way he's in the discount bin of the. Discount He's bin. not the dollar store version. He's like the fifty cent version store, store fifty cent store version. Oh, I would say uh, twenty five cent store <laughs> version. Yeah. So yeah, that's but yeah, he uh, fine fine role. Yeah. All right. Okay, guys. Let's get into this. Si- sinner, signer, signer as Doctor Mike Mittenhan slash Mitten Spider. I need your uh, opinion look, on this. Uh, I'm gonna take the because you you asked me what I thought about this character per- personally. And I'm gonna take like the special effects of the whole thing out of it. I, I hated. Think... I hated this. <laughs> I hated this whole thing. Besides, how it is the special effects are cool. Pretty impressive. Yeah. What they do, even with like the design of even before he transforms. Oh, before just the yeah. design yeah. of him in the robot. There are some pretty bad shots that you can tell from the back. Yeah, from the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very like yeah, clearly it's so not fake. him and yeah. fake yeah, or can, whatever. You can tell what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But like when he's on there, like I was looking, I'm like, how did they do that? It's pretty impressive how they did that. Yeah. And when he transforms, it is really, really cool looking. Yeah. It's got like little tentacles yeah. moving. It's really yeah. gross. They make it they and put cool a, looking. You, I think that's where a lot of the money went, yeah. honestly, towards yeah. that. And again, you I, I always forget the person's name, but the makeup artist. Gabe Ortelis, yeah. For this whole thing, Gabe Ortelis. Six hours to put on. Amazing, amazing job. Amazing work. But I I just found this so boring. Mm. I, I just found the character so boring and uninteresting. It, it just, all needed. I just, I, this movie dragged for me. And yes. this when this character was on screen, it really dragged for me. They the built, voice. 
Yeah, just all of it. Just the whole character they, just was just did not work for me. It felt like they built this guy up to be like the villain of the movie. And then it kind of turns out to be nothing, really. Yeah, like, yeah. he's not really anything. And just the whole... Uh, the performance is very over the top. But also just, like, the the, the accent and, like, you know, it's... <laughs> the, the Nazi Harold? general. Yeah, yeah. the Nazi... Yeah. Harold! Like, it's just all very silly. And it's just, like... I don't know. For a movie like this, I was on the fence about him when you first... Because I was like, do I like this? And then when you kind of see where it goes and just how long... It, I, I just... I was like, no, this isn't working for me. Yeah. It's just not... It's not there. It's not no, there. Yeah. And I, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. And that's all I have to you say. You were a little bit more appreciative of it, though, I think, right? Or at least it's just the special effects. No, it was, it was just the special, special effects. effects. Yeah, the special effects are cool, though. I'll but you understand why the character yeah. doesn't really work. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Tim Cosserly Cor- Cor- as, as Master Sergeant Metalhead Hooker. He's fine, I guess. This guy's off his rocker. I mean, let's say that. <laughs> he, I also he, want to point out here, he was in Full Metal Jacket. Oh, my God. And I'm wondering if he took some inspiration. Probably. Oh. Okay, wait, so. oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm looking here at Guy Siner, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah. So, uh, Welcome, guys. God Almighty. We, got, we have a Leprechaun Hall in the Franchise Me Hall of Fame. Yeah, which is like, yeah. Was, I got, I'm gonna, you, we're going to keep going, but I'm going to look to see what was he in Pirates of okay, the Caribbean. Okay, that's fine. I'm um, sure he's just a background pirate. Probably nobody major. I was just making a point about the Full Metal Jacket connection. I'm wondering if that had some inspiration so, for yeah, this. I, was, I had this in my trivia. Okay, um, sorry about that. I, ju- I just figured that was probably... It, it's a, I mean, I have a whole paragraph of, oh, of just about that, so we can... We'll talk about that later yeah. then. But I, I, I think this performance is... Uh, it reminds me a lot of that movie, and I kind of was like, okay, it's, it feels like he just kind of took a, a specific performance from that movie and applied it to this guy, but also mixed in another guy from that movie. Like, it feels like two things at once, mm. and I was like, okay, it's fine. Um, I found but, his know, role. I what think is it was it? the fault. So, he was, oh, sorry, I'm going to cut you off, Tony. He was the harbor master in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's the guy when Jack gets to the land with the boat, and he's oh, like, oh, it's... So many shillings, yeah, and he yeah. goes, "Oh well, I'll give you." He's like, "So many shillings and a name." He's like, "I'll give you four shillings and no name." Yeah. Oh, have a good day, Mr. Smith. Yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. Did I'll he have a it. German accent? In it? No, he did not. He had a British accent. No. Okay. So what were you gonna say, Tony? I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was gonna say it's it's definitely him taking inspiration, inspiration from, from that. a specific character. Okay. Cool. That's he what plays I off the wall really well. Like as yes. he, like, he obviously gets crazy. Some of the line deliveries though are yeah. like okay, like yeah. tone it back a little yeah. bit, man. Yeah. 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 It, 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 this is where you can argue that like. Know the movie that you're in. Know the movie of, you're you know, in because he, yeah. But then he does when he has to do like the crazy stuff and near the end, like he does do. Well, like, when he does the drag bit and he's yeah. doing all that stuff. I'm like, okay, he seems to understand what's going on here, and he looked like he was having fun with that stuff. But like all the stuff leading up to that, it's just it's clearly just a Full Metal Jacket ripoff. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah. okay, yeah. Well, I mean that's uh, that's uh, Metalhead. Yeah, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. as Private Sticks. I like this I guy. I like this guy. I like this guy a yep. lot. And I'll tell you why. He has some, probably some of the funnier lines in this yeah. movie. Um, whenever, th- there's this line where they have to go after something. And he's like, oh no, a laser. Let me get my feet going. Let me get, <laughs> feet don't fail me now. And he starts running towards the danger. And I'm like, oh, that's very funny. Like yeah. I was like, he, he this guy understood the movie he was in yeah clearly yeah and i was like okay this makes sense to me and i like this guy a lot i'm glad he lives i'm glad he makes it through the movie yeah. i think this movie i'm really glad too because i was a little worried you know uh 
kind of with horror movies in general, there's that stigma that the black guy dies first, yeah. or the black character And they could have played up that stereotype. And I yeah. thought that was what was going to happen. But the fact that he makes it through the movie and lives, yeah. I said, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, that, this really kicked the stereotype, and thought, I like that. Once he gets caught up in the mitten spider web, I'm like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, but he, and, makes, but it he makes it. And I was like, yeah. that's fantastic. And, also I just, the, and I just enjoyed the performance. I the ridiculous thing that he gets stuck in the web, <laughs> and he can't figure out the password, so they need to come to him to help him figure, <laughs> help him figure out the yeah, password. Yeah, he's like, what's the password it's like yeah. wait well, you can help him figure out the password over the comm you yeah. don't need to go you there. don't need to actually be there with him whatever yeah. but yeah i mean look this guy he's a nutty professor to the clumps yep. one day we'll talk about him he's in scooby-doo one day we'll talk about him he did look oddly familiar like i did and look Juwana at him man. yeah Juwana man it's probably his and, most famous role what in Juwana man yeah 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 so is it wait is he the guy is he the main guy in yeah. Juwana man that's why. Okay, so I've watched... He's like, the Juana Man. I watched five minutes of Juana Man when I was like 13. Uh-huh. Probably too young for Juana Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, like when I was a kid at like my friend's house. So like yeah. now that makes sense as to why he seems so familiar. Okay, yeah, that makes go. sense. All right, Rebecca Carlton as Princess Zerlina. I was really lost with this performance. <laughs> I don't know she what... Sucked. I yeah. don't know what this was, but Is I was... Is she worse really... than Bridget? Half the movie, no. she's passed out anyway. Yeah. Half the movie, she's laying on that thing for the the gurney. Yeah. It's a badly written and character, And you're like, too. okay, what's going on here? Like, she's in the beginning with Leprechaun, and she kind of falls for Leprechaun, but not really, because it's all kind of a game to her. And then she's knocked they out. They want to use each other. They're both going to kill each other. She's knocked she out. She just wants jewels. Yeah. She just wants Does jewels. Does she live? Yeah. She lived. Yeah. They, what's, that's a weird... They never really yeah. wrap up her story. They don't really wrap up her story. Then she wakes up and she's working with Leprechaun to take down people. She shows her breasts... Yeah. And apparently that's a sign of you're going to die. Gonna yeah. die None of the people that saw the breasts so silly. Yeah. One of the stupidest things I've ever seen in a movie. I'm like, that's that's why we have breasts in this movie. That's yeah. why we're doing boobs in that this movie. That is very clearly meant to, yeah. Like, that's clearly just show us your boobs yeah. because we need boobs. When it's like, yeah. you, you didn't need boobs. Yeah. The movie's already bad enough. Boob, boobs aren't going to save this movie. <laughs> right? Like, that's... No, somebody's like, oh, I'm going to leave. I can't do this anymore. Oh, boobs! I'm in. I'm back in. <laughs> like, it's just, like, so silly. It's the 90s, and, man. You know? Yeah, I know. It's just, But it's just so silly, and I, I, I don't know. I just... I didn't really care for this role, and... Yeah, even though it's one of those things where it's like, oh, Leprechaun has a partner to some degree. Yeah. It didn't work for me because she's really not in the movie that much. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't really have much to, to say. I didn't really like the character. It's a badly written character. Yeah. It's it, 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 You're right. It's like, is she manipulating the Leprechaun? Is she, being, is she being manipulated by the Leprechaun? But then they, there's no conclusion to that story. Yeah. It doesn't pay off. So we never it, really know. Yeah, it's, it's pointless. Jessica Collins is Dr. Tina Reeves. I didn't hate her. No, she's pretty good. I, did, I yeah. thought she was a pretty good, like, like I for the two, like the three females in this movie. Yeah. I thought she was the strongest. Um, I felt like she really kind of understood again the movie she was in. She was having some fun. I really enjoyed that. I see she has a recurring character in uh, Always Sunny. Yes. So obviously she she has some comedy chops. Yeah, she's play. You said she plays who? She plays the reporter. I can't remember her name, but she. Uh... She's in a couple episodes. You yeah, were she's saying. in a couple episodes. She's probably like four episodes, and uh, Dennis's character is like in love with their boobs, <laughs> and that's that. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like Dennis. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I look. I, I like the role. I think she's just fine in it. I think she uh, understands the movie season, and she is probably the strongest female in. 
the movie, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. her, and I liked that she was actually like a uh, like a scientist. It was yeah, yeah, the most intelligent of everyone. Yeah, she on was the smart. Ship, yeah, which I liked. I liked that all these guys, all these big buff marines. In case we're you didn't marines. know, we're marines. We're around her, and then she's kind of like this intelligent like yeah. hey i'm a biologist and like i know what i'm talking about and yeah. it's just like okay cool that's nice so. <laughs> how did you guys feel when the leprechaun pretended to be here i thought that was very creepy oh the thing was oh, she's naked yeah, or whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah again i was kind of like why are we doing the nudity yeah. again like again, they're gonna that hint very, that she's gonna do nudity like, or whatever it, it yeah. kind of felt forced again where you're like why is this in here and yeah the fact that but then he turns to the that camera has yeah. her yeah, that, that's what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he turns to the camera yeah. as her and then like Harold immediately going, oh, I let you like a like a how, perv. How did you like, hear that? How did you hear him talking to the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all just so weird. Yeah, but right. she's fine. Uh, Brent Jasmer as Staff Sergeant Books Malloy, generic action generic. star. Yeah. Like just whenever this, this guy's guy, fine, but this guy was like a mix between Stallone and Bruce Willis. Yeah, did I nail it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say Van Damme maybe a little bit too. But, oh yeah, Van Damme. Yeah. yeah, he's he's kind of like the amalgamation of all of these action stars from the eighties, right? Eighties, eighties, nineties. He's kind of this amalgamation of those guys, and you know. Oh I yeah, think, you did mention to me that the guy in four looks like Stallone or whatever. He does. Yeah. Like there were moments where the camera was on him, and I'm like, oh, he looks like Stallone. But then there's other moments where I was getting a Bruce Willis vibe, but I think it's because. It looked like some of these scenes were lifted specifically from Die Hard. Yeah. And they just had him doing yeah. Die Hard things. And I was like, is this Die Hard? Like, he's yeah. got the shirt off. He's got the the gun on the back. He's right. And I'm like, this feels very Die Hard. Yeah. And I, I, so I liked him. I thought he was fine. And again. He's generic. He's generic. But he's an amalgamation of all these things. But in a way, I think that was almost kind of the point of yeah. the character. Yeah. Was to kind of be this silly action hero that yeah. we, that people knew from the 80s and 90s. So in that respect, I think that really worked. And I think he really captured that well. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I don't know if I should say it Yeah, now. go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, the, the director thought he really looked like Stallone yeah. a lot. So he wanted him to actually, at one point, play the part as Stallone the whole, throughout the movie. Like the voice. The voice and everything. <laughs> but he, he, got, he got afraid. Oh, I'm in Mexico! He was afraid of retaliation oh, from uh, Stallone. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. Cause yeah, we, I would be too. We kind of mentioned in our own personal life. I feel like, like I feel like Stallone might not be able to take that no. joke. I don't th- no, I don't think I don't Stallone think takes jokes. I don't no. think he does. I don't think he does. We've never met the guy, but I feel no, like he wouldn't he, be able to. his public opinion seems like he, like, I... He thinks I, very highly Look, I told you, I'll just say this, that I mentioned sure. I mentioned to my dad about uh-huh. Creed 3 and explained to him that Stallone's yeah. not in Creed 3. Yeah. And I did this off mic, and that and that Stallone was making saying a lot about the rights issues and, and He's not going to go see the movie. Yeah, see the movie, yeah. but also just about that, but just in general, not just Creed 3, but, like, in general... That he wants to write to the movies, he wants to leave stuff to his kids, all this stuff. Yeah. And my dad just goes, well, Stallone's always been kind of a whiner. So, like, I yeah. think, you know, and, the, the, like, obviously he's been around for his ent- basically his entire career. So I think that that's kind of the public persona of Stallone is that maybe he can't really take a joke that well. You know what I mean? Like, maybe yeah, when you, he, you and know. when you really look at his career, you kind of, has he even really done comedy? 
Like, I don't really... Stop th- him, my mom will shoot rhinestone. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, it's not really a big thing. Like, he always He's seems not a like little Arnold, who place. Arnold has really invested in... Like, himself, and, it, like, understands that... Yeah, well, and that he can be very comedic, and, like, Jingle All the Way, and Junior, and Twins, twins yeah. and do, things all like that, where things. he is doing Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop, yeah. Like, the he Last can, Action Hero is he just can one lay, giant Arnold Schwarzenegger joke. Yes, so, and he like, can lay into that, yeah. and he understands that. Stallone has never been able to do I don't think that. Stallone would ever do a last action hero where he's actively making fun of his career. No. And because he, I think I think he, he thinks no. of himself very highly and I, I think I I think the director made a good choice in saying don't do that because I no, think he, I, he didn't want to do it. Because the director wanted to do it, right? No, oh, no, no, right. no, no, no. The re- director got cold feet. Oh, the director did yeah. get cold yeah. feet. I, okay. I'm glad that he told him not to do it because I, I do think he, Stallone would have retaliated. Yeah, he, he said, says, like, oh, he you can't rip me off. off. He, said, he says he regrets not doing it because he thought uh, the actor would be more entertaining yeah probably yeah, yeah it would, I mean, it would movie, add something yeah. to it <laughs> this movie would if he probably comes in be better goes, oh leprechaun yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah what would the leprechaun what would he sound like uh talking to the leprechaun yeah <laughs> yeah like, what, what, what is what would this character we have luckily we have stallone right here with this oh, yeah, there's a leprechaun that i just want to take him to mexico and he comes to america the right way <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ all right well that's oh, i about my rocky prequel I want to make Rocky was champion before uh, you know it's all it's all good. I want to explain oh, that you reference. Cliff, you seen Cliffhanger? <laughs> Just so people don't think that we're randomly talking about Mexicans coming to America the right way. Oh, that Stallone <laughs> yeah. said that he wanted to do another Rocky movie. It's set in Mexico about border control and about yeah. traveling but, to America. But the yeah. other the other thing about this was that Stallone has made comments about immigration. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's and very he's, political. He's very, and... he's very well. He's very political with this, and he he doesn't seem like the biggest fan of people coming to uh, uh, Rambo Five. It's just him. Is him sh- killing a bunch of Mexicans? Yes. And, you know, so there, he's clearly he's, made his opinions. He's made his opinions very I clear. think I I think with uh, this new movie, he keeps t- saying he wants to do with Rocky in Mexico. To us, we already have this idea, and that's the joke here: is yeah. that it's going to be about him going to Mexico, training this kid, and making Bring him, him come to America the, the right way. way. <laughs> quote unquote. Quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. The right way. So with the joke of Stallone now that we do on the show is, oh, come to Mexico and bringing the kid the right way. You know, like <laughs> it's it's not it's not our beliefs. Yeah, no, no, no. But it is Stallone's beliefs, yeah. and I have to do that for the character. But our our our, our classic character Stallone on the show is still <laughs> my streets. No, no, no. The street is my ring. Yeah, yeah, my bad. The street is my ring. Yeah. Uh, oh, Leprechaun, the ship is my ring. Yeah, the spruce, spruce is my spruce ring. Spruce is my ring. You want to fight me? You take it out there. <laughs> He's pointing at the stars. And we're just like, what are you talking about? All right. And finally, Warwick what if the What if the climax of this movie was, st- was this Stallone and, and Warwick floating around space and him going, Oh, come on, man. And he's just like floating around. And he's swinging. And oh, man, that'd be funny. Uh, They're clearly on strings. <laughs> oh man, uh, oh, Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun. This it kind of hurts me to say. I think he's he's good. In His this performance movie, is but good. This is kind of the, in a way, the most boring we've seen him it is it is like i I, he's good in the performance it's not his fault they don't use him the right way they don't use him the right way and i kind of found him the most boring in this movie like i wasn't invested in the character he still gets some good lines he and he he comes out that guy's 
That's great. Yeah. But like other than that, it's just kind of like it feels like they cut a lot of Leprechaun out of this movie. Yeah. Like yeah. he's not in it as much as did, he should what be. What did you got? How did he's you, in the shadows, like you said, a yeah, lot. Yeah, they, they handcuffed him a lot. How did you movie. feel about him becoming like a giant? Oh my god, that was so bad. I just yeah. didn't understand it. I, was I like, also felt like a little. I'm, I don't know. I felt a little uncomfortable because it's like Warwick Davis kind of takes pride. Like yeah. in his yeah. in his height, like more. But I feel like, I feel like that's just the giant thing was playing to the sci-fi element more. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, he did it. So yeah, I mean, no, he I mean, must have read it and, and just been like, it's probably it's the sci-fi element. Like we're in 2096. Why wouldn't there be like, like a growth gun? It's like how in like Avengers: Infinity War, War uh, 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 Peter Dinklage plays yes. a dwarf, but it's like a, it's like an alien, and so he's like a giant. He's mm-hmm. like a dwarf giant or whatever. Yeah. So like you know, it's I guess it's like that. It's been done or whatever. But yeah, I just I felt like a little bit like it, they're kind of like I don't know like. I, it was an interesting idea. They're trying to do, obviously do like the Godzilla type of thing or whatever. But it just but looked yeah, bad. It, that was it, the it, it definitely. Yeah, because they the, zoomed in on the, the thing. The resolution gets worse. Yes, and worse. yes. Yeah. They the zoomed in on him and, and they expanded it. That's yeah. all they did. Ugh. So yeah, it's it's really unfortunate because I, I like him in this role, and again, I think he's fine in the role. He's still good, but he is the most boring in this movie, yeah. and it's a shame because it's like. Like you just said, Tony, they handcuffed him majorly. Yeah. I mean, he's in the shadows half the yeah. time. You can barely see him. And then when he's when he is out, he's fun. But, like, he's just... It, it's just... There's not much here for him to do. Yeah. And the fact that, like you kept saying, they, they don't even call him a leprechaun. Yeah. They keep calling him an that, alien. That really like, upset me, yeah. Oh, while we're talking about Warwick, I wanted to say, too, I think I said this during 3, but there was a line he said that made me think that this was all tied oh, yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. He's walking... He's, it's a, it's a scene where he's by himself and he's just talking to himself. But he's walking through a hallway and he's like, he's like, oh, you'll never get rid of me. I've been through, I've died so many times yeah. and I keep coming back. Oh, okay. And he's like, I'm the spawn of hell and I keep getting sent back. And it may, when I said that line, I started thinking, I was like, oh, oh maybe, maybe he's like connect. referencing the other movies yeah. and that's like how mm. they're trying to tie this together. Is him saying like. I've died so many times, but yeah. I keep coming back. And, and I'm because like, it is well, he the dies future, in the previous yeah. three movies, and it's 2096, that would make sense. He yeah. just keeps coming back no matter what. Like, they keep, in his words, the devil keeps sending him back. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, I could buy that. Yeah. So that, to me, was the line that I heard that made me think that these were connected. No, it's it's, a, it's an interesting take. So, well, yeah. All right, well, I think that's the cast, right? That's have, all we got. have anything to say about Warwick? Yeah. I know you love Warwick, yeah. but yeah. it's just it's just not it's just not the right not the right movie. All right, well, Tony, you got a synopsis for us? Yeah, sure. In the year 2096, on a distant planet, an evil, power-hungry leprechaun kidnaps a Dominion princess and plans to force her hand in marriage to make himself king. A bumbling brigade of space marines are hired for one final mission to rescue the princess, and their clash with the leprechaun will be one small step for man, one giant leap for, of terror. <laughs> Okay, so already... Good tagline. Yeah. It's good a good tagline. Good tagline. Uh, what I will say already is this is Leprechaun 2. Yeah. He wants to marry yeah. this woman yeah, and yeah, become yeah. king. It's essentially what Leprechaun 2 was, yeah, right? Yeah. So we're getting kind of the same movie again, just in space, and with a more ridiculous premise, and this doesn't work as well as Leprechaun 2 works. Yeah. Why do you think that is, Ryan? Well, I think... Because I... it's in f- in space. <laughs> I mean, it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anything. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's here, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, no, yeah, that's what, I mean, it, it, it is because it's in space. It's because they t- they're they playing this way too seriously. It's because they don't seem to understand the tone or maybe they understand the tone too, too much. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I just think it's just, it's a, it's a f- 
fucking leprechaun movie. Yeah. Just let it be a leprechaun. Just movie. let it be a leprechaun. You know what I mean? That's so, all we want. That's all it is, and and it's and it, they're trying to make it something else, and it, and it, it shouldn't be that. It yeah. can't be that in order for it to work. So yeah, that, and and that's the problem. And we'll tie this into our opinions in just a minute. But that's my biggest problem. The story is that it is. It, it it should be like the they like like I said I keep saying like oh leprechaun on the space station killing people and that's essentially what we get but there's so much other bullshit in here yeah about you know the other the about the, the alien princess and about the Doctor Mittenhands and all this stuff like we don't need that it's you, almost like there's so many side stories distracting you from the main story yeah, yeah. yeah and they don't give Warwick Davis or the leprechaun the the his due. No, they, it's like no. they they just they don't respect Leprechaun in a yeah. way. So yeah, that's how I yeah. feel about it. How about opinions? You want to drive into those? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Um, Tony, what's your opinion on this movie? I'm interested because you, this you're more obviously more familiar with this movie than us. Nothing that I haven't said already. I don't. I, you seem to agree with basically what we've been saying. Yeah, I enjoy when the rare occasion the Leprechaun's on the screen and. There's certain elements of, of it that I like. The makeup, the ma- special yeah, effects. The makeup, special effects. Yeah. Yeah, this is all uh, uh, the first low of the franchise yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I, I think that this really dragged for me. This like, it just It's just an unappealing movie. And, like, just even... Not even, like... not. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. But not even, like... Not the special effects-wise or visual effects-wise or makeup-wise. But, like, there's just something off-putting visually to me about the movie. Like, I don't know if it's... Boring. It just feels like well, we said uh, it's it's a, the it's, set design. Yeah, isn't it's, it's an ugly movie. It doesn't look and not good. just not just because oh, like the Doctor Spider mitten everything or whatever outside of the Doctor of the the, the mitten hand stuff. This movie feels like it's shrouded in darkness. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I'm just like I can't see anything. Yeah. I'm like everything looks so boring. All the sets it's look metallic. The same. It's yeah. boring. The the entertainment lobby is just so pathetic. Yeah, it's like, like a disco ball. <laughs> yeah, that's dance. So, hey, yeah, let's get out of here. It is a leftover set from another Trimark movie. So Wh- which Trimark I don't, movie? I don't, we don't I know. Can, I okay. can't find it. That makes sense. Um, that makes a lot of sense, yeah, what actually. What are your opinions of it, though? Just be careful with Mr. Big Man. That's when the guy's talking about his <laughs> um, <laughs> He said, he said so, say hello to the... Right. Yeah, whatever he said. I don't, yeah. I don't know. All I know is that he's... Anyway, um, uh, no, I don't care for this movie. I was really disappointed after finishing this one, especially coming off three. It, it's there's su- it's such a stark difference between yeah. the two. It's like, I, as I said before, it, it just feels really misguided. It feels yeah. like it's trying to be this send-up to sci-fi films, but it kind of misses the point entirely at the same time in a way. Like, you have the sci-fi elements there, but it also forgets that it's also a leprechaun movie yeah like that's what the that's why this isn't good it's because they said oh we want to do a sci-fi send-up but we're not going to talk about the leprechaun yeah. stuff either and yeah. i think that's why this doesn't it's, work it's they it throw wants to everything. Be something else they They're, throw everything about the other movies outside the window out the yeah. window and they go everything that worked let's get rid of that yeah and we'll just go back to taking ourselves seriously yeah and it just it doesn't work yeah because that's that is the thing and i know we said it before but that is the problem why does three fish out of water the fish out of water story in three work more than the fish out of water story in four yeah. right you're supposed to see him walk down in a suit in the beginning of the movie and laugh right but yeah. to me that it wasn't yeah. funny like yeah. it's just it just yeah. doesn't it just it's weird more yeah. than it is funny right yeah 
It's just, it, I think, because everybody in 3 felt like they were in on the joke, right? Yeah. And like we mentioned, Vegas is such a perfect place for that because that is Vegas, right? Ve- Vegas is a, is like the leper, Vegas is like the equivalent of a leprechaun running around killing it's, people. It's like, where it's, it, feels like, it feels like that's where you would see like yeah. these misfits. In yeah. The yeah, and that's where he feels at home. Like it feels like a perfect place for him. That is right. his playground. And this is just a boring, desolate spaceship with that, only a certain number of people that, on it. And just him running around and, and killing these people. Yeah. But it, the kills aren't particularly entertaining besides jumping out of a guy's d- Yeah. The, they're not very creative besides some makeup. Again, some makeup stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's just, there's nothing. It's not fun. They're not, they're too busy trying to, let's make a corny sci-fi, sci-fi movie. You know, send up. Yep. More than let's make a fun leprechaun movie yeah it forgets it's a leprechaun it is that's the sin that's the sin of this movie i think you summed it up right there yeah yeah so what is the uh the star ratings i gave this for me i gave this one star yeah i gave it one and a half and that's solely because i know there is at least one that's worse coming (laughs) okay well i think i think we We know know which one it is i think i know what that is but i I, (laughs) Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I'm prepared to give that even less. But yeah. I, I will say the one star for me is more based off of um, like the pro- like you're saying the special effects work. Yeah. I think some of that prosthetic stuff is really yeah, good. It is, it like, is it impressive. Does, you know, like the like we're saying with Mitten Spider when he actually turns into Mitten Spider and when he's Mitten Hand, both of that is really impressive. And some of the kill stuff is impressive. Yeah. But uh, and and Warwick is the bit we get of him is fine but like it's uh, overall it's it's a weak movie but even the ending like where it's just the the hand outside the window giving him the finger yeah it wasn't funny no yeah Yeah, it's silly I haven't officially rated this yet but um, I'm gonna go with one star yeah it's just I just was so bored during this it was really painful to get through yeah it was it was a tough sit uniqueness what stands out to you in this movie How bad it is. Yeah. Uh, the the poor, the forgetting it's a leprechaun movie. Wasting Warwick Davis. Wasting Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Um, Wasting everybody. Yeah. The, the space alien um, uh, in the beginning of the movie where he shoots the, the space alien. There's oh. different creatures. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. 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 I forgot about that part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know <laughs> I forgot a lot about that. About <laughs> I, I literally watched this like a day ago and I forgot everything about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. And just I'm, also just, but also the makeup like, and stuff. The makeup out. stands out, but yeah. also just some of the poor CGI. I mean, yeah. there, there's literally like a computer game spaceship yeah. flying through space yep. in this movie. Yeah. Uh, does this bring anything new? New. I mean, it's it, a new location, It's a new location. And it's, 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 I would say That's probably, well, I, I guess new as well. It's like probably the first bad story we've had. Yeah. And sci-fi. Bring sci-fi into yeah. it. That's new. Yeah. We've never gotten sci-fi elements. What is the best scene in this movie? Uh, the leprechaun jumping out of the guy's Yeah, I guess it's got to be that. I for don't me, really have anything I mean, else. For me, that's what it is. Um, Tony, you have anything? Yeah, I, I think that's the best kill. Or maybe maybe even the Harold kill with the pan. Yeah, that's cool. The yeah. pan's fun, yeah. too. Yeah. I, can yeah. t- I, can, um, I can take that. And I, I really wanted him to, to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was it when he was outside the door going, "Oh, come in here"? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that uh, when? Was that the moment? <laughs> yeah, it was right after that. That's uh, <laughs> about yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's there's really not a lot to pick. There's not much to pick. There's not much to pick. Um, connectivity. How does this fit in with the franchise? Uh, in a way, it doesn't. It and, doesn't. And, there's one none line do. that there's might one line that kind of connects. I mean, it's only because I noticed. I just I noticed it when he said it, and I said, "Oh, that kind of connects all the three. Yeah. the three yeah, previous. I, I never so. thought of that. Yeah, yeah. So, is this a worthy continuation? Of no, the franchise. No, no. no. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tony gave a thumbs down and a fart. Noise. Uh, <laughs> fart noise. Yeah. All right, before we do the future of the franchise, Tony, you got some casting fun facts, anything for us? I can't imagine there's a lot yeah, of casting. Yeah, I do. Um, do you want me to say the kill count first? Oh, yeah. How yeah, many people could kill in this movie? Uh, this actually beat the previous record of seven with uh, eight. Oh. Yeah, and I'm not surprised because there's yeah. a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot, a lot, of, lot of nobody. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a lot of nobody away. deaths. Yeah. Yeah, so... Nice. Okay. Uh, casting. So this is where I have well, it. Well, you, you're not counting Mitten Spider in that, though, right? Because he doesn't kill Mitten Spider. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but it, does that not count? Uh, he doesn't kill Mitten Spider. Yeah, I know the girl does. Yeah. But... Yeah, the, well, I'm t- I can't... When I say okay. kill count, I mean how so, much did the, did the leprechaun kill? Okay, yeah, so it's... You it's should specify seven. that instead of yelling at producer Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah, sorry. So we, we, we tied it then. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I, I think it's it, it, there's eight kills overall, but but it's yeah, seven, and I, I never, I never count, I never count it when the leprechaun gets killed. Oh so. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. Tony, listen, I'm gonna just pitch this to you right now. Franchise me, Android dog. <laughs> yeah. We can cut. Let's this. do, let's do cut, it. Let's can, do it. Tony, we can cut this fucking guy out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? Um, well, okay, yeah, so the casting and fun facts then. So uh, this is a, a really funny story. So the metalhead was based off the character in Full Metal Jacket, uh, Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, uh, who was a foul-mouthed and ruthless senior drill uh-huh. instructor. Um, Lee Emery, R. Lee Emery, who played the drill instructor, uh, was offered the role, oh, actually, God. by Brian Treachard Smith. Could you imagine? Yeah. Better movie already. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he he turned it down because him and his management team decided not to do direct-to-video movies. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. And smart move. And yeah, so <laughs> smart move. So shortly after hiring Tim Colseri for uh-huh. the part, he found out that he was actually casted as the the drill sergeant originally before. Oh, in uh, Full Metal Jacket, he was yeah. a because yeah, Arlie Ermey was an yeah. actual drill sergeant. Yeah. In the military that they brought in, I think, to help work on the movie. Yeah. And then they ended up just, just giving him the yeah. job. Yeah, exactly. And then he and made he, a whole career out of it. Yeah. Wow. Toy Story and all this so stuff. That, like, I mean, yeah. if you think about it, it could have been his big break with, yeah. that, with that role. Wow. So that guy lost the role because yeah. the yeah. guy they brought in to teach him to do it was better. Yeah. So uh, was he in? Was he, he was in? He was movie. in. He just he gave just him had, another role. Yeah, just gave him another part. <laughs> That's um, amazing. Yeah, and he basically uh, told him just play the part you would have played in that movie. I got to tell you, that's one of the most interesting casting that's pieces we've yeah, ever done That's here. really interesting. That's uh, really interesting. Yeah, and um, yeah, Colseri said it was the most... It's, most... it's so layered. Yeah. It's so layered. Yeah. Sorry, Tony. No, no, I was saying Colseri said that it was the most fun he's ever had acting. And uh, Lee Ermey actually saw Leprechaun 4 and said he loved his... His, his performance. performance. There you go. You got the Lee Emery stamp of approval. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, my my theory was that it, I knew it was the drill sergeant. Yeah. But I also had I also thought it was a mixture of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character in that movie. Oh, he's a little. Yeah. He's the guy yeah. that's really off. And yeah. I was kind of like maybe it's a mix of the drill sergeant and and D'Onofrio yeah. because it feels like he's also off, right? Like the well, he was the, the a, guy's he was off. a cyborg, wasn't he? Or yeah, he was a cyborg that was yeah. a little yeah. yeah. They found out that he was like cyborg. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't even so, a person. I don't know. Oh, that's another one. They didn't. The uh, leprechaun didn't kill him. They killed him. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Sh- so it keeps going down. Oh man! You want to yell at producer down? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I did, I did this. this I finished this, no, this, no, this no, morning. Tony, you're, no, it's I haven't had my computer for a week. It's all good. It's all good. It's all There's good. no worries. All right, so some other fun facts. Okay. 
Um, let's do a better job next time, you know? <laughs> such a piece of <laughs> So, th- this movie got green... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tony. Go ahead. He's... I, Make I me want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> we're on our own for the rest of this franchise Have now. Have fun He's in the hood. Back. Yeah. Oh, God. We're going to be... We're going to be doing research the day of. Oh, John! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this movie got greenlit at a Christmas party, Christmas 1995. Oh, God. Um, I'm guessing while they were all drunk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone they all smacked their Guinnesses together. And went, Someone hung a joke poster of uh, Leprechaun 4 in space, which was an altered Apollo 13 poster oh that my had God. the Leprechaun's face over Tom Hanks' oh face. Oh, God. Why is there so many interesting facts about it's this movie, though? <laughs> And executives didn't... They thought it was a good idea, I guess. They saw the Apollo 13 with Warwick's face over Tom Hanks, and they went, that's a movie! Look, I know it wasn't the 80s, but, I mean, come on, man. Oh, It's cocaine. That's cocaine. That's That's cocaine. (laughs) That's what happens at the Christmas party. Oh, man. Um, A lot of these I already said. Uh, I did kind of say that. They wanted to go in the direction of a spoof of Apollo 13, but they ended up being more of an Aliens parody. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I would have preferred the Apollo 13 spoof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more realistic. Yeah, it would, that's what that. Look, yeah. when you're throwing Warwick's face over Tom Hanks's face, yeah. you have to go that direction. And you look, you can get Clint Howard. I mean, come on, like they already got Clint Howard. Yeah, you, you could, could get, Howard you could get Clint Howard again. Yeah, he could have <laughs> come back. And uh, yeah, this movie was sh- uh, shot in 18 days. 18 <laughs> on a leftover Trimark Four more days. set. Yeah, God, that's, that's impressive. That's, that's impressive. really crazy. Is that it? That's it. All right. Well, wow. let's talk about the future of the franchise. Let's do it. Should there have been a sequel to this? No. I don't want it. I am surprised this didn't kill the franchise. Yeah, me too. I'm glad. Well, there's a bit of a there's a bit of a wait till the next movie, I believe. I yes. think there's a yeah. few years there, till the next there, one. It's in the 2000s, There right? was yes, it was 2000. But there was going to be one coming out in 99 that was <laughs> it wouldn't have been topical at the time. Oh, okay, we're going to talk about that in the retrospective, yeah, I'm sure. Yes. Okay. Um yeah, so I I I'm okay with the idea of them doing another Leprechaun movie, but I don't want a direct sequel to this. Yes. Like, the, don't no. go away from this direction. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you want to see in the future? I'm I mean, just, I just said I'm, it, I I'm guess. Gonna, I'm going to say exactly what I said for three. Put him back in the city in a fish out of water. Yeah. Tokyo, New York, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Just send him back to Earth. For yeah. the love of God. Is that basically the same thing? Yeah, basically the same thing. Um, Warwick suggests in the past, like, the... The Wild Wild West, or like uh, yeah, pirate time travel, pirate, yeah, pirates of the Caribbean. Well, like wouldn't, a, it wouldn't even be pirate. time travel, but just really. setting it in time. Setting because yeah. if he's time. been around yeah. forever, yeah. yeah, put him in the wild. Yeah. That's an interesting movie right yeah. there. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I could see Warwick having a lot of fun with that, like firing the guns off and stuff, and having a duel. Yeah, oh. that, that would have been a lot of fun having yeah. that high noon duel. Uh, what franchise star would you add to this franchise? Oh man, I think I, you'd. We said it kind of. In one of the other, like yeah. last week, I said uh-huh. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill, I think he's perfect for this. Mark yeah. Hamill is Doctor Mittenhand. <laughs> Mark Hamill yeah. is Doctor Mittenhand. Uh-huh. You know who else would do this if she were around? I think Carrie Fisher would do something like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I don't think Mark Hamill would have done it in the no, mid nineties, but I think he would do, he would it, do now. it now. Yeah, because yeah. I think for a while, I you know, I do think there was a little bit of like he needed that separation. Star Wars fatigue a yeah. little bit. Now I think he's embraced it a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. I mean, obviously he came back for some movies, but. I you know I th- I do think there is a little bit. But he of, also seems very open talking about yeah. it more so than he ever did. Yeah, 
Hasn't yeah. he said like when earlier in his career he hates those movies or yeah pro- like that probably that? I mean you know they were yeah. like it was just a cheap like sci-fi movie he signed on yeah. to when he was a kid and yeah. then he ended up becoming ended up defining his life and his yeah, career yeah. yeah even though he you know it, it, it's funny because I know all three of us are big fans of his performances as as the Joker mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean like and and that clearly yeah. like. He has found a, a career outside of Star Wars, in, but well, everybody's way, still the Star to, Wars in, guy. In a way, yeah. he had to go behind the camera yeah, and go into right. a voice booth to really find his career. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we have uh, four movies now. Let's uh, let's rank these films. Let's um, do it. Okay. So uh, I mean, it's pretty easy. Number four, Leprechaun Four in space. In space. <laughs> uh, number three, Leprechaun One. And number two. Leprechaun 2. And number 1. Leprechaun 3. We're all in agreement there? Yes. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, all right, well, is there any other cl- closing comments, anything we want to say as we wrap this well, up? Well, since this is the end of the episode, I will say uh, please watch Leprechaun 3. Yes. Go give that some yeah, love. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you're not, uh, I mean, I wouldn't watch Leprechaun 4 unless you're some sort of a, again, like Tony is and like we are here on Franchise Me, if you're a completist. And you want to watch all the movies, yeah. watch it. But I wouldn't recommend watching yeah, it just I, on a whim. I can't, like... I mean, I have in my own personal life. But now that we're doing this, I feel like I can't watch a franchise movie yeah. and not go watch the other ones. Although yeah. I, I have done it with Scream and stuff. Mm-hmm. I probably should. But, I, you know, uh, one day we will. One day we will. Yeah, but, we yeah, will. go watch Alpercom 3. That's my yeah. closing yeah. comments. Yeah. Any don't, closing don't, comments? No, I just don't feel bad about it. Skipping this one, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, if if we're if we're if I'm, if I'm watching one ever again, it's three. I'm not touching yeah. four. I don't I don't ever want right. to watch this again. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, very, again, once again, a very big special thank you to thank Tony, you, Tony for being here. Really, Tony, I can't tell you how much it means to us that we got, finally got you on here. And uh, doing this, and we really appreciate you taking the time out to be here to talk about Thank this, you. Thank and to you and for being our guide and all the research. I mean, really, because the research is fantastic. The, you've been doing the research, and as somebody who like you were on the show for a year before you touched the research, and even then you felt like you were a little overwhelmed and yeah. you jumped into it. Yeah. So the fact that the first your first appearance, your first involvement, direct involvement with the show is jumping in and doing research, yeah. it's really impressive. So you're really doing a great job. Yeah. And, well, I, I appreciate the kind words, and uh, yeah, I just I just hope I'm making Warwick proud. <laughs> Warwick's I, proud. I, I know, I've talked I, to Warwick. He says he's, he's proud. He, 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 he's proud. He's proud. In his um, nightly phone call to Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to him every night. <laughs> He sings me goodnight in the oh leprechaun voice. Oh, God. Um, Ryan boy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you to Tony. Thank you to everybody who listenings, we, who's listening. We really appreciate everybody's support. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and more. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at FranchiseMePod. You can see all of our rankings on Letterboxd. It's FranchiseMe, just one word. And you can send us an email, FranchiseMePod at gmail.com. Give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Give us your feedback so we can get better each week. Also, check out our bonus series, A Year in Franchises, where each episode we break down all the franchise movies in a year. We also have a lot going on in March with yeah. our uh, big bonus episodes, so please check those out as well. March Madness, fr- uh, Franchise the Oscars, they're coming out. So yeah, they're coming. Keep an eye on for them. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, FranchiseMePodcast.com, where you can see all of our episodes. Make sure you come back next week as we head to... <laughs> The hood, I guess. Yeah, no, that's the guy. Yeah. And, and we go back to the hood. Leprechaun <laughs> in the hood and Leprechaun back to the hood. Oh. It's going to be good. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, laddie. <laughs>